Welcome to B- B- Best Picture Cast. I'm your host, Stuttering Kieran B. I completed my goal of watching every Oscar Best Picture winner ever and decided to start a podcast to review each one. Each episode, myself and revolving co-hosts will discuss, assess, and evaluate a different Best Picture winner with the goal to establish a ranking for the entire list. This is not, however, what we are doing here today. Oh, no. Today we're doing something unlike anything we've done before. We, as a group, tackled a source material of an entity that has had an interesting resurgence in the last five years that has spanned decades and has a lot of connections to some of the things that we've, we've been doing here. So this is a podcast on Stephen King's It, the novel, the miniseries, the movies. Before we go any further, I want to introduce you the uh, club of losers I have here to talk with us. And first, I'm going to introduce Trash Mouth Joey R. Joey, how are we doing today? Doing great. I'm hoping that if nothing else from all this work, Beep Beep Joey becomes uh, yes. BPC Lexicon. Hopefully we don't hear any picking accents out of you. <laughs> that will not happen. We do not need that. Yes, no. there will, will not be that. And uh, we're going next to uh, Haystack Oz. Uh, Oz, how are you, you doing here? Da, he, uh, Joey out, uh, beep beep to me. You know, he out <laughs> beep beep. He beat me to the beep beep. That was going to be That's my right. opening line. You son uh, of a bitch. Oz's uh, hair burns like January fire. January ember, right? Uh, my, January embers. Yes. yes. My heart burns there too, Oz. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, boys. This is something we've been talking about for a while here. It was kind of always like an idea on the table that always sounded better than it does when it's right in front of you. You know, it's kind of, yeah, yeah, two, two summers from now, we're going to do an it episode. It's like the two, two, uh, two Januaries from now, we're going to do a two-part uh, a two-part Lawrence of Arabia episode. And then it's like, oh, it's January 22. We actually have to do this now. How am I going to figure this out? It's like, okay, guys, um, I want you for this episode. And they're like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's like, oh, shit. But yeah, this was kind of one that was just complicated, just in the sense that we had to read this this book. I mean, this is a twelve hundred page book. It's a it's a big one. It's big. Yeah. So um, it's not an easy rip through read. No, no. And you know, this is my third go around with it. Believe it or not, I did I did one as the my initial read, and then I did the book on tape. This time around, kind of more or less thumbed through it a bit because my my initial read was right after I saw the movie in in 2017 so it was like basically a 2017 Oh, it's pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, and and that and then listened again on the on the whole deal. So, I guess maybe I'll start in just saying my my relationship here with with Stephen King's it. As a child, I had a a neighbor who would 
had older siblings and who would basically, he saw it, you know, with the, with the older siblings that he had. And then he's telling us stories about, you know, what the clown does and the clown comes. And it's just like, oh, we're all like, oh, God, this is terrifying. And it just kind of was, became this, this thing that is just this terrifying thing that exists out there. Is this, this scary television show of a clown, a killer clown. And, you know, just the thought and the concept of that alone is creepy enough to be like, oh, geez, what, what the hell's going on here? It always kind of existed there, but I never really watched the, the miniseries, never delved into any of that. And when this 2017 movie was coming out, it was like, oh, shit, you know, I know nothing about this except for the storm drain, the Georgie with the balloon and the storm drain. Like, that's all I really knew about it. So going in and seeing that on opening day was an experience from there. And then I read the book and, and, and went on from there. But um, I'll kick it off to you next, Joe. Joe, what is your first experience with it? What, uh, what, what do you remember the earliest about it? And what is your relationship with the, with the miniseries and the movies from there? Yeah, so I actually verified my earliest watching. So first grade, our friend Jeremy's house, um, his older brother rented it and we watched it. Uh, and I had seen it a few times after that. I, 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 it really stuck with me. Tim Curry and the drain really got in my head. So it was always something I would I would rewatch a couple times. I got to re my wife had never seen it before, so it was really fun watching that with her this time. When the it in twenty seventeen came out, I saw it opening night. I read the book after that um, for the first time. This was my second read. I, I saw it too again opening night. Uh, you know, it's just an entity I really I really love, and I'm happy as much as this. This was a lot. I, I really appreciated all of it and really getting into it. <laughs> I love it. it's like it's like the complaints of this is so much content. It's like God, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I it, I did. I really listen. Yeah. I'm gonna be watching a lot of things anyway. At least yeah. have fun with it. Like, I can't wait I to enjoyed get into everything. Going to it. Oz, how about you? I'm gonna uh, Joey. I'm gonna text your dad about letting you watch it. <laughs> so young. I have his number. You know, you I do. have his, you number. Know his number. I'll text him. Yeah. Well, and and we all we confirmed in our errands episode. You started watching the real world on a regular basis in the first grade. I mean, that's ar- arguably yeah. more disturbing than it. I've seen every episode of the real world ever as it came out. As it came out, oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. Oz, your yeah. early uh, uh, yeah. So um, I got into Stephen King more like ten, fifteen years ago. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a childhood um, relationship with it or Stephen King. At all, yeah. you know, I think, and I think that'll make the uh, mini series talk interesting because yes. this was the first time I've ever yeah, seen you're the mini new to the mini series. Yeah. I can't exactly pinpoint what the first Stephen King I was into, um, but I kind of like ran through a bunch of them within the last like 10, 10 to fifteen years, you know. Um, and I know that we've uh, we've spoken. It's starting then a, a yeah. lot about, about about Stephen King. Yeah, when I'd read a yeah. book or you'd read a book, we yeah, bounce, yeah, off, yeah. bounce off each yeah, other. We have that. a lot. Of, I mean, he just has so much content. I'm not going to sit here and say like, oh, I've I've read them all. No, no, not yeah. even close. But uh, I just, you know, honestly, before doing the reread of it recently, read Firestarter for the first time this mm-hmm. summer. Oh, wait, which is another uh, a gap in mine. I haven't read yeah. Firestarter. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's it's funny. Like I started I started reading Stephen King. Around 2014 or so, there was a Thanksgiving where I was just kind of, you know, I just kind of had to step away from the crowd a little. My, my parents host Thanksgiving at, at the house I grew up in every year. That's kind of, which is one of my favorite holidays because I don't really have to go anywhere. It's just, you just drink and watch football and eat stuff your face and it's great. But this is, you step away from the crowd and I was kind of upstairs going through some of my old stuff for, you know, in like the guest room upstairs and a bunch of my mom's old books are there and Pet Cemetery 
Hell yeah. It's one of the books. And again, I knew nothing of the entity. I just knew it was like a scary movie. You know, it was an 80s hit movie. But I, I didn't know anything of it. And I'm like, you know what? It's only 300 plus pages. I, I'm, I'm going to read this book. You know, and my mom was, was still alive at the time. And I kind of said, you know, I'm, I'm going to take this. And she's like, that's the book you picked is Pet Cemetery." Like, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and just absolutely love it. To this day, it's my favorite book. It got me going on this. I'm like, oh, this Stephen King. This is there's there's like a library of things to oh, go yeah. here. And then like, I went the shining route and that. But it was kind of that that odd thing where I'm like, all right. So now in, fast forward a little bit to the movie coming out. And I go, we go with a group of friends. It was like a big deal. It was I mean, to this day is the highest horror highest grossing horror movie of all time box office wise I believe it certainly was when it came out yeah so I said I'm going to read the book now you know here and here we go and and I dabbled with the mini series but the version I saw only had up to the halfway point so the adult stuff wasn't other than the adult stuff that's intertwined in the first half wasn't really there so that all was new to me as I was reading the book and then when I completed the book watched the complete miniseries and went from there it has a very important uh, man i don't know what the word is but it's it, it it's it's a, a a important ancestor of best picture cast because when i got done reading it i was uh, i just moved to, to long beach down on long island and i was like i got done with it i'm like god i mean it's a 1200 page book and there's a lot going on we're gonna get into it as we go but i'm like what do i do now like I just watched this. I just read this stupid book. I just like it just it consumed basically my entire summer reading this thing on the beach and and, and whatnot. Like what it's, do I do with it's like this? It's a lot to carry. To yeah. Carry oh, the, oh, it is. Yeah. No, you can't. Everyone's like, looking at you weird. Yeah. They're yeah. Like, what is, oh, yeah. Why does he have that big book? I mean, I, I there was a, it, at one point it was like on our, on our coffee table at home, <laughs> and someone someone one of my roommates' friends walked in and goes. What the fuck is that? And why did someone <laughs> write a book that long? And you didn't even see what the Bible You don't have an answer like, for yeah, either no, of those questions. No, I don't even think Stephen King does. But when I got done with it, I'm like, what the hell do you do now? And I had never listened to a podcast before. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if there's like this podcast thing, you know? It's like, well, it's not live radio. It's a, there's got to be like somebody who's discussed this in, in podcast form. So I searched and I found a podcast of a guy who just is a solo podcast. I'll shout it out now. Stephen King cast. He goes through in chronological order all of the all of the Stephen Amazing. King books. Yeah, and awesome. he had like a two or three part episode on it. And I just sat and just listened to his analysis of, of it. And you know, the guy was like a writer and probably an English major or whatever. And just... Uh, amazing like it, it was i'm like dude this podcasting is great and that got me into podcasts amazing and then a year later we basically came up with the idea of you know how can i apply the movie like the the, the list of best picture winners to a podcast form and then kind of sure. have bounce around guests and whatnot and and yeah so the, it, it is yeah. it is a bit is an early ancestor of best picture it's, oh, i love that I, i'm so happy you you were having trouble describing it, right? You just couldn't yeah. like find the words because I don't, I don't think it's it is Stephen King's best work. It's, it's not. not my favorite, but it's his most something. And I don't yeah. know what. Maybe we'll figure it out through this, but yeah. it is it is just his most something. Yeah, it's 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 a living, breathing thing, and I think it. <laughs> We're gonna we're having trouble with the pronouns and the yeah we'll get there it. Yeah, just, you're gonna hear a lot right. of, the, of a lot of the ITs yeah we we'll get it the source material has some of his greatest and most heartfelt ideas and themes out of any of his works I, I, I don't think it, he executes in in communicating and translating it at all times and for some reason that might make it that great of a greater of a source you know yeah 
I think so. So as far as format and what we're talking today, we'll just talk the book, right? Generally speaking. Yeah. So we're gonna we're yeah. gonna talk the source material first. We're just yeah. gonna go into our thoughts yeah. and and just about about the story and the themes. We're not gonna be specific to any of the, the adaptations of it yet. And then our segments are gonna go. We're gonna talk the '90s miniseries. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk the 2017 Andy Machete version. And then we're going to talk the sequel at chapter Perfect. two. We'll do that order, and we will have everything time stamped. So I don't because I I don't I don't want this podcast to to be this like if you didn't read and watch all the movies then you can't listen to this like i want to expect you to be us i want this to inspire you to maybe read the book or maybe give it chapter two or don't or maybe give that it chapter two a chance or maybe give it a rewatch or maybe give the 90 miniseries look that up but if you just saw the 2017 version and you just want to hear us talk about that it'll be timestamp go we'll talk about that from there so perfect um The the foundation of this of this book is is everything that's right with a horror story, whether it's a book or a movie, whatever. The the best horror stories make you care. The, the horror comes, but they make you care about the characters and what you're seeing. And this is perfect with that. You they, he doesn't jump right into the horror. He teases the horror, and uh, but. First and foremost, you're going to be introduced to these people and you're going to care about them. And I don't think he invent Stephen King didn't invent that, right? He wasn't the no, first no, one to do it. It's really been done well. before. Um, but if you look at, like, I love the Flanagan, uh, the Mike Flanagan shows on Netflix. Yeah. His That's movies too? What they do, what he does is, is it's very Stephen King like. You, you forget, we're, we're going to scare you, but first. You're gonna you're gonna love you're gonna be rooting for these people in some way. Or, you're gonna know the these other. people. Yeah. yeah, and here's what Stephen King did do. You know, um, so I hate the term, and I know you love it, Joe. I hate the term elevated horror. Mm-hmm. You know, it drives me nuts because I think it's misused so egregiously. But so when we think of horror in a literary sense, people who are important, people who matter, and the t- the first names you're gonna think of, of course, Edgar Allan Poe, mm-hmm. Mary Shelley. Bram Stoker. Like those are the those are so that's yeah. like horror in the most respected sense. What Stephen King did do is and and I don't think he accomplished it fully because I do think that there's still probably a, a large portion of the population of of scholars or whatever that maybe don't respect his his work. But I think he took the genre in modern times and made it literary, mm-hmm. where the genre became very popcorny and and not and and it didn't really survive beyond the Edgar Allan Poe's and the Bram Stokers and the and the Mary Shelleys, where that all that was all classic. But he was kind of the one person to kind of in modern times be able to to make a work like The Shining and have people respect it beyond just a beach read. Right. It's it's easy to startle people and it's hard to scare people. And he mm-hmm. takes the time to you know. Of course, there's startle jump out stuff with him but like he he takes the effort to get deep and, and scare you right yeah build something and makes it you know profound fear not just and you know being with especially with the kids you feel the fear in the books you know one of my favorite parts that i think the book just knocks out of the park is stanley's suicide as an adult and mm. it's so early in the book i remember it so clearly the first time i read it and i was actually very worried that it wasn't gonna hold this time neither the miniseries or the movie you know it's just a quick thing he's with his wife he goes to the bathtub the book it's how he became a success how he did it how his life went it's just so much that when knowing he's killing himself 
how much it stuck. It was still a shock somehow, yeah, and that's f- not easy to do. You felt his angst, hundred percent, and that that's not that's not a monster. No, you know that, exactly. That's, like it's trauma. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. And what comes to when it comes to it, you know, <laughs> yeah. the most iconic part of it is has got to be the the opening storm drain scene, and it is the first part of the book. I yeah. mean. Which is also you know. great, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and and God, the first line of the book, I just have to read it because it's just so yes. awesome. It's just how how you how you just would start one of these things. The terror, which would not end for another twenty eight years, if it ever did end, began, so far as I know or can tell, with a boat made from a sheet of newspaper floating down a gutter swollen with rain. <laughs> like that's I unbelievable. Mean, th- th- we're talking about the usage of words. We're talking about, it, and and that's my point is that Stephen King is not just great at, at scaring people. He's not just great at telling a story. He's a great writer. And his, his usage of words, his usage of, of visions, I mean, if, if you... So I think that the, the book It, if we're going to put it in terms of our good friend Mike Emil from, from Cinemust, the book is a Cinetrust. This, yeah. this is not a must read. Yeah. It's really not. I, I wouldn't recommend the book to a random person. It's definitely a sin of trust. I would, I would say the right person should check it out. You're going to get a lot out of it. It's but not an everybody recommends. If you want to understand why I consider Stephen King a great writer, that first section of Georgie and, and the storm drain and, and him, him making the, the, the viewer see the boat in the drain and, and understanding the, the topography of the block and all that, and him saying, you know, has he marched to his death? Like, he, yeah. he loves doing that and kind of, like, letting you know that, like, spoiling it. But doing the tease with the basement the, first. Yeah. And then getting the outside. Like, it all plays in. And I think that the 2017 movie does that well. Um, where it just, the the basement's just so scary to Georgie. And then what it, what, you know, yeah. what it, to get to the drain, which, oh, my God. His, him, the way he, Stephen King, especially in, in It, brings you into the scene, because mm. he describes everything just with with such care, you can feel the rain as you're reading it. But like you're, you, you know the but day. With that is is why I I love calling it a sinatrust because there are definitely times where uh, it is a little bit of like a crazed manifesto. Oh yeah, of course. The, yeah, no, no, it's all I, over the place. No, we, it is uh, all over the place. Me and Joey have been on like the same page bizarrely in like movies recently. It's okay, but it's like okay. usually we're not because I, what I we have theme disagreements. Yes. Like I think sometimes maybe maybe Joey art theme hunts and Joey art thinks I don't I don't I don't think enough about that's, whatever. That's literally our battle with Dude, movies. You yeah, could, and I, I lean more to the Joe. You could camp. fire away the five hundred themes in this book, and I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I plan to. <laughs> yeah, like that's but that's but that, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's just all over the place sometimes. Yeah, it is all over the place sometimes. It's like startling yeah. at times, but when you're able to stay in it, you know, I read probably about 800 pages of this while my wife was being induced, giving birth oh, to boy. her son. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the nurses, doctors are like, what are you reading? I'm like, oh, it. <laughs> They're like, well, with the, with the, the, the cover. Yeah, just like I'm, just, I'm just sitting there like an asshole. Yeah. But, you know, when, so like, I was, I would be able to get into it for like a while, but then I, it was jumpy and, and, when you're kind of in and out of it, it's, you're really aware of how much this book jumps yeah. all over the place. But I do think Cinema Trust, Cinema Trust is perfect because people who would get into it 
We'll find so much for it. Yeah. Well, but man, people get pissed at you if it's the yeah, wrong and just the way he wrote it with the the jumping back and forth. I mean, again, it's not something he invented, of course, Stephen King, right. but it's just such an effective way to keep you on, on the, the edge of your seat. And, and Right, and it just makes it very difficult to adapt to, which we'll kind of get, yeah, into, yeah, we'll get as, into as, as we go in the we'll other ones. But I guess, I mean, you want to talk some themes? Let's let's do it, but I want to talk about first yeah. what we're drinking here oh. today. Yes, it's very okay. very Sorry. important here. Yes, See, I'm all excited. I'm because, like, yeah, <laughs> it's just it's not so easy for me to go back to dairy, guys. You know, I gotta, I, I, I don't remember I don't remember. Yeah. I have to get the memories going again. It's tough. The scar is starting to build on my hand again. Um, um, this is there's a lot. There's a lot happening at once here. I might need a lemon wedge to pound this uh, this glass of whiskey I have here. But I have uh, I'm I've, I brought along for the occasion because the three of us do this sometimes. I think Joey, you're gonna be a little safer here in this. this yeah, no, I like drove. I, I... yeah. So I brought up a, a a bottle of Four Roses small batch. You know, it is mentioned in that one is kind of one a fun thing, and that is that in the fifties. Four Roses was like the well liquor. so Amazing. I'm shocked. Yeah. Bartender Ricky Lee doesn't give Ben Hanscom the, the Four Roses. He gives them the wild turkey Hell because yeah. that's the higher shelf thing and pours them the whole pint glass of that. My, how things have changed. Yeah. Low-key, one of my favorite. It's a, it's a really weird chapter to have. It's one of your favorite chapters, but I just, I love, I love the description. I mean, I'm, you know, we're going to get into this, but I love the Ben character in, in, as a whole. But Great. I love that. A whole chapter of just him like traveling around the world, but always making it back to that little dive bar on a Saturday night just to be there to talk something to Ricky pulling Lee, him in, tip him, do do that, and and the whole the whole pounding of the pint glass and all that. It's really I, I, I've said in the past I love a good bar scene in a movie or in a book. So that's that's one of them. So we have the four roses. We're sipping on that. The beer that I brought was the uh, the New Belgium 1985 IPA. So it's a a, a mango flavored IPA. You know, I like the fruity beers. We've we've discussed this here, but eighty five. You know, a, a, the year that this book was basically being written, it yeah. came out in eighty six. So this, he's yeah, he's wrapping could. the book up Love in there. It. The movie covers the eighties too. You know, so uh, and New Belgium's out in Colorado. So a little bit of callback to The Shining there too. So that's that's what I brought along. Joe, what do you, what do you have here? Yeah, so like the past few weeks, I have the local brewery Garvey's Point Sour Batch White Grape Dry Hopped Sour Grape Ale. Excellent, keeping it sour. Love it. I just went right for the uh, four roses. He, uh, he's he's hopping on the four roses train. That's right. We've had ourselves some whiskey nights here talking these. Last time I think it was we were talking rankings and we're not going to yell at each other. <laughs> all I the think we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was fun yelling at each other, but yeah, not this time. Maybe we will. Yeah. So we have a lot to talk about here, but I think maybe the best way to start we're going to get into themes. Okay, yeah, I didn't know how you know, but. Again, manifest now, crazy manifest. You know, this though. isn't this isn't our usual best picture cast episode. This isn't even usual our usual honorary episode. But I feel like in order to go back to Derry, we do have to do some sort of dive, right? No. Did we not do enough of a dive with all of these? Yeah, well, we have to deep dive, guys. We have to deep dive here. Now, it's hard to deep dive this because we're talking about a lot of different years here. The book comes out in 86. Oh, oh the, I see. The, okay. the miniseries comes out in 1990. We have the 2017 movie. We have a 2019 movie. We have all sorts of years. But listen, Pennywise, he comes out every 27 years, right? Okay. So we're taking on the clown today. But I think it just serves us to figure out what Pennywise was doing 27 years ago. Okay. So we're going back 27 years to the day when Pennywise resurfaced here on Long Island to uh, to uh, attack the world okay. before his, his 27-year slumber. So 27 years ago was the year 1995. Now, I do want to call out, we are the exact age 
Oh, of Ben Hanscom, like by the way. We are we're 38. Oh. He, ben Hanscom's 38 in this. So we're the so the adults in this book, we are the same age of. So there's a there's a lot of connections here. There's a lot of this. I going still on. picture myself the age of the kids. So <laughs> in my in my head I'm, Well, emotionally I probably yeah, am. Yeah, so. yeah. But yes, so we are we uh we are all different kinds of losers, but we do we do match <laughs> up with the uh, adults there with that. So nineteen ninety five. Okay. Year. So in ninety five we were the same age as the kids in this wow. believe it or not. Oh, hell. You know well, uh, the president was the saxophone playing Bill Clinton with his cat socks. Oh boy. You about that. Can we talk baseball? Though? 95 is a break. Let's talk baseball. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now I see. November <laughs> 2nd. November 2nd, 1995. A great time period in baseball because it's sandwiched in between the Braves' World Series victory over the Cleveland Indians. Right after who the were strike. Then known as the Cleveland Indians. Right after the strike, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, was a, it was a strike shortened start to the season so it was a shortened season but there they played no World 100 Series plus games in 94 correct yes, right. yes. Okay. so a big one so they beat uh, they beat cleveland in six games the baseball braves were preparing for their world series championship parade to take place on november 5th so they're in the, this this fun time period between winning and then the parade's going to be there so that's a oh. that's a yeah so that's a cool thing uh three days prior they defeated the indians the Cleveland Indians in Game 6 of the World Series to win their first championship as the Atlanta Braves on a home run from David Justice and an eight-inning gem performance by Tom Glavin. Oh, yes. And I should uh, I should call out to the fact that the Braves are still currently in their World Series reign right now. It's going to be ending soon. Any, do, do we have a World now. Series score? We are. We are uh, it's Game 4 of the World Series tonight as we're recording this. Are the Phillies... Are the Phillies Oh, I don't Hopefully know. Hopefully they yeah, lost. Oh, the Astros are, oh my God, the Astros have a no-hitter going. Oh. In the bottom, in the bottom of the ninth, too. Oh, breaking news here. So Javier started, he went six innings. Abreu, Montero, Presley. Um, so we'll keep our, we'll keep our it, it people. We'll move on from we, that. We, we, we push on. The number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 charts for the week of November 2nd, 1995. A song still plays at the bars today. The DJ still play today. Fantasy by Mariah Carey. Oh man, Mariah. Yeah, and that beat is a beat that you hear you hear in a bunch of other ones. I think it's the one that the Sweet D dances to in the boat episode. I think Puffy has a, a, a version to that too. But. And Mariah owns the mid nineties. Not surprised to hear that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, no. that makes sense. That should yeah. be up there. No doubt about that. Uh, so yes. So that was the number one song that week of. Now the number one country song oh. that week. That's right. So because we're kind of like a hybrid between uh, between deep dives here. So the number one country song for the week of November second was a personal favorite by David Lee Murphy, "Dust on the Bottle." Dust on the Bottle. So real quick, what is Dust on the Bottle about? Guy got sober and. Thinking about relapsing and trying to kind of keep the dust on the bottle and not not brush it off and drink. Okay. I'm going to go somewhat similar, but the guy just got out of jail. Oh, oh boy. Okay. You guys both went dark with it, man. Dust on the Bottle is like a, it's like a hit song. You, neither of you guys have heard Dust on the Bottle before, huh? This no. is no. why I love this category is because... I'm the old, literally the only person who likes country music in the world. Here. So yeah, I mean, like even like a major hit. Like there's someone down south who's like these guys don't know dust on a bottle. You go to Nashville, every cover band's doing it. No, dust on the bottle is uh, just a classic uh, ages like fine wine uh, situation here. So well, uh, <clears throat> there might be a little dust on the bottle. Don't let it fool you about what's inside. 
Might be a little dust on the bottle. One of those things gets sweeter with time. Not there ringing a bell. Yeah, no, no it is. It's just uh, you sound great though. Thank you. The dust on the bottle is just the, yeah. yeah. That that you go down to the cellar, shake that dust. It's like don't think it tastes like shit. It tastes great. It ages like fine wine. So well, it depends what's in it. But yeah, well, whiskey. Oh, whiskey. okay. Yeah, it's whiskey or wine. That's basically it. Mm. Yeah, no. Hopefully, not milk. Joe, yeah, not yeah, milk. Yeah, yeah. Milk? I didn't say it. You don't want dust on the milk bottle, Joe. No. No, no that'd be atrocious. <laughs> you don't want you don't want non-dusty milk. <laughs> Joe doesn't want a fresh bottle of milk. No, that's fucking animal. <laughs> okay. Number one movie in the box office. 95. Is this Forrest Gump? This is okay, so this is so Forrest Gump is now like it had its great run, okay. but this is the year after. So Forrest Gump had already won Best Picture. The winner for this year is Braveheart. And Braveheart's not the number one right now? No, no, because I, I, I don't think Braveheart necessarily came out yet. But this one had been, uh, this one was for the earlier part of the month, and then toward the later part of the month, it became Toy Story, and then Toy Story would hold it for a while there. Mm. We have a Ron Howard movie. This is my movie. Apollo 13. Oh, number one okay. in the box yeah, man, office, November 2nd, back in 1927. I like that movie. Ago. We All got in nice. trouble in sixth grade for telling the teacher to watch it. You remember that, Greg? Why? You got in trouble for it? Yeah, the teacher didn't like uh, the scene during the party before they go when I forget who, which one of the astronauts puts a bottle inside of a cup to like show what they do, but it was like, you know, hitting on her for sex, and the teacher flipped out. It may have been our presentation. It was definitely our presentation. Did, did she, she showed it to the class and yeah. then hugged out? Oh. No, yeah. I'm thinking it might have been the way we asked. Oh no, we watched it and then oh. she she said she said we lied to her. Oh, oh. Well, we, you, I, I may you, have. We probably. Did. I had a I had a, a teacher who showed us Austin Powers, in like sixth grade, yeah. and like didn't didn't like fast forward anything. It's yeah. like the a lot of vaginas scene. <laughs> we're just like, huh? This is this woman's checked out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so you get I guess. Mm-hmm. Oz, I'm putting you on the spot here, my friend. Okay, this is a big. Uh, oh. You know, you call me out for all my wrestling trivia. Oh, this is this is this is. Oh please, Oz, this is. A very difficult, advanced right. question here. Right. And I will be stunned if you get it. I'll be wildly impressed if you right, get right. it. And I might even give you a little hint. But okay. don't but give me a hint. Follow me Just along. Ask me the question. Follow me along here. Okay. The WWF champ, yeah. as we discussed in our Airheads episode, was Diesel. I said in our Airheads episode, Diesel won the title mm-hmm. eight seconds off of Bob Backlund and would hold it for a year. Mm-hmm. This is still part of that year reign, the very end of that year reign. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is where we're, we're, let me lead into the question here. This is the, this is just you're setting the, you're setting the setting table. table. I'm setting the 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 ambiance here. But the main event of Monday Night Raw the week of November second would see Jerry the King Lawler and the Evil Dentist mm-hmm. Isaac Yankum DDS. That's right. They would main event, and they would team up to face the soon to be champion. Bret Hart, who mm-hmm. is safe to say your favorite of all time. One of, one of them. them. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, for sure. Who was Bret Hart's tag team partner in that match? And now I was shocked to read this, so this is not. Mm. I will uh, I will give you a hint. Okay, yeah, that's a tough He hint. has notable tattoos. Notable tattoos. That's the best hint I'll give you there. Notable tattoos? The 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 character has notable tattoos. Ah. Oh, I don't know. That I think I could see his like white pants. That is correct. I, can't, I know it's like shaved correct. head with the tattoos. I don't know. He it. had I shaved can't. head and white pants. Uh, like That's the Sultan. Ooh, great guess! Great guess. What is it? Wow, that's pretty good, Oz. Hakushi. Oh. Yes, he had the fake tattoos across <laughs> the body. Yeah, dude, that's pretty good though. Oh. You you envisioned it. You, you got closer than I thought you would. God. 
We just lost all our listeners. Right I thought you were going to ask me like who the champion was. I was like, grow up. No. A harder question. And well, you did. All right. No, speaking of the losers. I, <laughs> well, I mean, I got to set the table in that sense, too. We survived Pennywise back yes. in 1995. He yeah. didn't gobble us to the train. We did yeah. not survive uh, watching wrestling and becoming actual losers. But oh. so that's why we're here today. Yeah. Let's go here. Do you want to start hot with themes, Oz? That's kind of where you were going. I mean, I don't know what else to do. Way to get into it. Otherwise, it's too open. We can't break it down by character. We're gonna. I do want to. I do want to talk about all seven losers. Yeah, but I think and the big and the big uh, the big uh, heel too. We're gonna. So I do. I do think we want to talk about that. Bowers. Um. Oh, I meant Pennywise. But yeah, I think we're gonna have to talk Bowers too. Themes is a great place to start. Yeah. Oz, what was your kind of question you had here for this? Oh yeah. Well, you know, I just wanted to know what you guys thought. Of, was the main theme of, so of this I book. I guess let's yeah. go Joey with that first. I mean, I have my answer to it, but you, unless you want me to go first. Yeah, I mean, for me... And hit the most obvious, because we'll get, you know, don't don't right. worry about, yeah. You know, trauma. Yeah. You know, how childhood trauma, you know, moves up, how we forget things, how we block things out, and how kind of familiarity brings us together, but also the importance of resilience in getting through the trauma. I think that's... That's something that's just so prevalent through, you know, then there's the abuse, the cycle of abuse. Um, I, you know, I think that's something that he actually does well, that when you're watching all of these entities gets kind of exhausting. Um, but, you know, kind of the cycle of abuse with Beverly is yeah. really well done. Mm-hmm. I do just do want to mention that the Astros have completed a, a no hitter in the World Series, the second one of all times, a combine. Don Larson did the the perfect game himself. We've talked about Don Larson's perfect game on this podcast before. I had my inside story about that. I don't remember what episode you have to go back to. Whatever year it was, match it with yeah. the best picture winner you can hear. Cross reference. Themes. Now, Joe, I know I love how you go right, dig right into that. I'm going to go on more of the positive end of that, but I think the positive end is import, important to match with what you just said, too, is. I mean, the biggest overarching theme in this one is friendship and how at the end of the day, it's going to be friendship and it's going to be unity with the people around you that's going to conquer your quote unquote fears, your your demons, whatever is terrorizing you and you can't do it alone to and me building that's the your own number community one with it yes. to fight things like i think that's yeah. so important. i absolutely want to come back to the to the trauma mm-hmm. um a lot of a lot of things you said or hit on mine but i think number one is the friendship the to get togetherness unity as but as it's handcuffed stated. to the trauma of course, it's handcuffed of course. To resilience how you get over fear and to and to the, um, to the demons but that you there's face. there's so much like loneliness of these 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 kids until they find each other mm. i mean some of it's a little that some of the friendships are somewhat pre-existing um before we meet them but mostly that's com- life though that's how life works yeah they're, you know, like, they're yeah. coming but you know when mike together. joins them they're so in just like we're complete now like we are this is what we are the forgetting thing is so interesting because I, I i think overall what it is is all right when you make your best friends when you're 12 it doesn't matter what happens in between you just always be best friends and you know and that that forgetting was kind of yeah, wrapping that up in a boat you know to me that's a little bit of what he's touching upon kind of what he was doing with with stand by me where it's like yes did oh, you ever have dude. as good of friends as you had at 12 you know so like, right. there's a little bit of that that distance between that and now but i think that what the the idea is is, is that, that you can't like you can go away and you can become successful and you can write books or you can be an architect or you can be a designer Super or whatever, a comedian. But you, and you can 
quote unquote, forget your roots and you can move away from your roots, but they're there and you have to confront them. And that scar on your hand, you may not recognize it, but it's there, you know, and, and if, if you're going to, and, the, and these are all incomplete people, though they're, they're financially successful and, you know, whether Pennywise made them successful or not, made them barren and successful, which is so interesting to me. I love that aspect of, of the novel, how like they can't have kids. Yeah. Until they come back and and deal with him, it's so it's so cool. It's so I, well done in the book. Yeah, it's just it's it's just so it's fascinating to me. It's it's a great, and that's I think this book kind of has a lot of things that it lays groundwork for and doesn't always confront. And I think a lot of that is a product of sloppy writing, but yeah, it, but, yeah, yeah. but it, it also <laughs> creates f- fascinating trains of thought. It was it. Uh, let's we've complimented. Stephen King. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll, we'll we can just hit call it as it is. Some of this is just like, right, 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 right. Oh wait, I don't know where I'm going. Well, this is coke fueled. This is coke fueled. <laughs> it's a little madness. bit of a manifesto. Well, yeah. well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, he has admitted to passing yeah. out at the typewriter yeah. and waking up to a bloody nose. Do you guys feel <laughs> like what was that last chapter I wrote? What the fuck what, happened there? Instead of editing, just going. What yeah, this? well, that was the typewriter. It's like, ah, eh, I typed it already. It's in. <laughs> it exists. <laughs> One of the first things I thought of on this read. Um, you guys have seen Dexter? Oh, yeah. yeah. And one of the, to get out of what he's almost being caught, he, like, writes this manifesto to the police mm-hmm. of, like, all these, like, and they're, like, freaking out over all these themes and everything. It's like, that's, I was like, oh, this is a manifesto. It's like a yeah, madman's it, it, it kind of is. It kind but of is. But that togetherness and the friendship, I think, was his, I, I think he's, I have, no, I have no idea what's in his head, but it's, like, each of these characters are kind of like a piece of him. They thing, are, you know? and I, you know, you said you didn't want to break them down character to character, but I, I do want to. No, real no, quick, we'll hit, I do want to real quick yeah. just from one of this is one of the things I, I had highlighted is how important it is as to what each of these characters represent, Ooh. and and for me, and I'll just do it. We can dive in a little deeper if, if if we want from there. But for me, Bill is is your qualities of leadership and we Definitely. all need friends yeah. who have qualities of leadership because we all have moments in life where we're a little lost and we need to, you know, we need to have someone to speak up and, and direct and, you know, take direct charge. It, take charge. But Bill isn't the one who literally has the map. You know, that's Eddie. Eddie is the, is the navigator because every driver needs a navigator and, and, and Eddie's flaws has his, that, and every one of them have their flaws too. But Eddie does that. Mike is the guy keeping track of everything. You know, he is, He's the historian. He's the guy saying, you know, we this is what this is what came before us. He's like he's, yeah. he's informing everyone everyone from there. Ben is the architect. He's mm-hmm. the brains behind the operation. He's structuring logistics everything. Guy, yeah, the yeah. logistics guy. Everyone has that guy who's like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the be the technician here who's who's gonna get this done. Richie's the guy keeping things light, keeping people laughing, keep, keep funny fun, guy. Keep it, yeah, they need to get, oh, get the that. levity. Keep it loose. Yeah, keeping it loose, keeping it fun. And Stan is your practical guy. He is your guy who is, hey, you know, let's stop. Let's take a second. Let's clean the room. Let's let's, let's clean it up. Let's, let's get a real blood on the walls. Yeah. We, get, we don't know why we see it and others don't. But let's clean it up. Clean. Let's you, clean it up. You miss Bev. Yeah. Well, Bev. Bev is last because Bev is the heart. Bev is the heart that well, ties everyone together. You're the best. And that's, that's great. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. She, is the, she is the most important yeah character of the yeah. losers she's the hard Beautiful. to tie everyone together Beautiful. yeah so that's right. why there's one particular scene in here which is i mean there's no way we're going to do this podcast without talking about it because it's the most problematic scene of the book uh obviously none of the adaptations dared to touch it i was it, so scared nor that the 2017 yeah i don't think anyone was gonna thankfully but, they did it 
you know, and I, I, I teeter around this hot take because, because I do think while the execution of the writing is so poorly and egregiously inappropriately done, the, the sentiment behind it is kind of essential. And I, I don't, and I'm not talking about the, the sexual, action, sure. the sexual nature. Right. There's, you, there's, it's kind of indefensibly written. I think what his intention was with that was to, to, it was to show their closeness. It was, the re- it, it was it bringing was them the back together. It was reunifying them. But it was so bad. He didn't, he didn't give himself enough credit that he didn't need to do that. It didn't need no. to be. They're children. Like he, he, it and, didn't need to be no, sexual. Let's. Yeah. I don't want to say let's forget that. But even leaving that aside, like he, we knew we got their closeness. We got their connection. We, even we, with the separation. This should, have, we, this should have been done. This should have been done. And people are going to argue with this and disagree with me with this and probably call me whatever they're going to call me with this. Yeah. this should have been, it should have been done with a kiss. It should, in my opinion, it should I have been done. Easier to, it should have been done with either that. Well, I do think it's important. It's, in, it's important for, for them to all, to, for her to show the individual love to each of the people and for them to to have a to, to love each other, like it was kind of and it, the problem is is that it was sexualized, and that's why this whole thing is is complicated because it's like, uh, you know, people who just saw the movie are like, what are they? What are they I talking about? I think that was. <laughs> I think I think what what you wanted with the kiss was already was already achieved though. With, with the with the setup work, yeah, 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 yeah it was already there. I mean that that's if it needed something, I would say it needed something. And you know it is what it yeah. is, but it 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 didn't. It just didn't need it. And I think both the adaptations, which which we'll get to, kind of like yeah, you can knew even that do it immediately. Man, yeah. you could even the do blood, with them the like oath. like her holding hands with each like, one even, of them and looking in their any, eyes and then sharing their history and their past yeah. together or something like it. There, yeah. You know, it it didn't. I mean, listen, he went all in with it. You know? <laughs> I mean, like like uh, we have a Twitter question from our favorite Zeta Short, which is just hilariously written as well. But too. it's just such an I, absurd decision. Just keep that no. In. It's it goes into the to I, the trauma. I think that you were talking about these kids were traumatized. All of them. I mean, the the fucking child abuse in this book oh is insane. Yeah, it's bad. I Man, mean, between, the Eddie Cochran chapter. Oh, with oh, the newspaper the, clippings. <sighs> Holy shit. I mean, I reread that. I, I I was reviewing it today, and re- like, God, it's like amazing. Like, that's to me is one of the most memorable chapters of the book, and has nothing to do with anything that's on any of the. I mean, it's horrific. That's bad. Yeah, the obvious, the obvious Bev's dad yeah, abuse. I mean, that's oh the obvious, so that's the obvious one, right? We know that. Yeah, that's but right. then you know, you got you you have, you have you had Bill Bill's parents Bill's- ignoring. Like, yeah, I mean that's and that's you know that's something we see in Stand by Me too, like mm. just the parents it's who troubling. don't, the parents who completely bail on the kid who survives. Yeah. So now that kid, it's, it's is so left so in line with. Well, this is this is the the character in in it that we don't always talk about, and that's Derry. Oh, you know, I'm and, so yeah, and I'm so yeah. happy you know. Derry yes. is the real villain. Yes, in, yes, in, and it is. All the people who look the other way, all the people who are just comfortable with Monday being Tuesday and Tuesday being Wednesday and Wednesday being Thursday and never leaving the town and never leaving the horrors of the town. And when we get to the adaptations, we'll talk about how they portray that. But that is it, though. And that is, they are the pawns of Pennywise. Derry is the villain. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, they are. He he is able to take over this town because no one in this town is willing to really do anything. And that's why the friendship between these seven is so important because that's the only way you escape that hometown trap. And it's funny that they all leave. The only way you become successful is to leave, but you can't you can't run. You can no. succeed your town. You can succeed your problems. You can succeed your trauma. But it's a weight. You can't run from it. You have to confront it. And that's what I love about them going back as adults, reuniting as adults, confronting it. And that's where maybe the stand character gets very fascinating too is because it's easy to say you got to go back and confront it. It's like, yeah, but one of these seven couldn't. Right. Yeah. He couldn't. And what does that mean? Yeah, as they say in the in chapter two, I, I, took him, I took myself off the board. You know, he and, saw the bigger picture of what it was. Yeah, and unable to con- to confront the fear of your past and the trauma. But of your past. realizing that by not being able to, it could hold back his friends from actually being able to confront it, and that's a hard decision. As I, what is your your thoughts about Derry, the town Derry, and the and, and the people of Derry? Oh, for sure. You, I think you nailed it. It's um, I don't I don't think it. I don't think the clown. I don't think any forms of it is 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 the is the the, the horror in this. I think it's the town. Yeah. Forget the forget the clown, you know. The, the yeah. clown's just a product of that. I look at look at it not that that the the clown and all the horrors were able to get in because because it's Derry. I think Derry created all that. You know. Yeah. That, that's like I think the Derry comes first. Yeah. Well, then, any monster, you know, a monster yeah. needs to prey in in a in a to, to quote the book a haunt. That is appropriate for it to eat, you know, and and you can't. Right. If a strong, united, powerful community is not going to allow a monster like that to you come, the apathetic, yeah. The way he, um, place. the way he describes Derry and puts you in Derry is unbelievable. Yeah. Oh man, um, yeah. And you know, we'll talk about how the movies and the series do it. Um, it's just hard to. It's hard to put that on screen and it's hard to it really is well it. this is a very yeah. difficult there's it's funny there are there are scenes and elements of this book that are ripe for the screen yeah. i mean like the, oh, the yeah. georgie storm drain is like oh, that's yeah. like a, it's a director's wet dream yeah. you know? and one of them got it right and one of them got it wrong no, I'm just <laughs> the ritual of chud is it's not, not yeah, a director's wet dream that's a goddamn oh, turtles t- turtles throwing up isn't your deal <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. listen the turtle isn't really even fucking explained through the source material, no. let alone the yeah. I mean, you have to be like a you have to be like a dark tower nerd to be able. Yeah, to get I don't to think the I have a that. good handle on. It's a dark tower thing, and and oh, I'm never, not. Yeah, I've never I'm delved a, into that. And I'm and as a, as big of a Stephen King guy as I am, and I'm here. I, here I am having all the dark tower people turn against me now. I'm not a dark tower guy. I've tried with the original one. To me, it's like I'm okay with the dark tower being like that's like the Lord of the Rings of the Stephen King world that I just. I don't. Yeah. That's not me. Like I'm not into the fantasy end of it. Like I, I like his. Oh, more it's like his, fantasy. Oh, it's yeah, it's total fantasy. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And and so basically, like the beam, there's beams or whatever, and the turtle is the protector of the beam here. Or oh, whatever. so yeah, the dead like, lights are. The turtle in in like in 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 liter the literary sense, a turtle is a. It's a protector. Is a protective right? device. Yeah. So uh, so that's what we get the references in in the newer movies. Mostly, yeah. is there is there in the '90s miniseries? Do they? No, no, they don't even do the death lights even, in the nineties. They don't. Do they? Does does anyone mention a turtle in it? No. no. Okay. Just, yeah. No. Okay. Oh no, no, it doesn't exist. No. In, they, don't exist. Even, they, no. they don't even. They don't use the turtle. They don't use the turtle wax in it no. for the boat. No. Okay. No, it's paraffin wax. Yeah, par- or paraffin wax. But there's a turtle on the in the book. There's a yeah. Turtle yeah no, the turtle logo. is nowhere. 
All right, but there's a turtle logo on the paraffin yeah. wax. So that's in the yeah, book. That's I think the, the two yeah. big ones, though, you're right, is the is the friendship and togetherness, and then the, the the dark side of that is is the abuse. I think you guys hit on the the two of those. I mean, the even like Bowers' dad, horrible. Oh my god, um, with the relationship the with the syndrome with with the Eddie. T- the fucking is dog. Right? Munchausen yeah. syndrome is wild. It's bad. You know, it just it's just it's all all bad. Like, those are the yeah. two. But I love the idea that you can't run from it. And that's a, yeah. it's like you can't just run and be successful and forget your past. If you're going to tip your cap at the end of your life and, and have a couple of emotionally complete life, you have to confront what got you to where yeah. you are. I love that stuff. Yeah, and when you're working with people who are dealing with trauma, one of the big things is socialization, like bringing a group, like getting whether it's like people or just supportive people. And they absolutely nail this, the importance of like, okay, we can only do this together, this work together. Yeah. He's afraid of us together. He's not... He, he knows he has the upper hand when it's one on one, but when we're together, there's something more it, to like that. Like those kids, especially Ben, is just so isolated. Absolutely, until they're not, and right. then then there's some strength in that. It's like beautifully, beautifully told. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Those two main ones. So I, I want to kick this kind of around the room a little bit, and I think this will be a good way for us to to move through the the players here. But Oz, what character are you most drawn to? From a and again, we're talking source material here. So we're yeah. talking collectively um, amongst all of them. Like if you take all of the all of the examples of it and how it's been portrayed, what character are you, are you drawn to the most? I think Mike. Cool. I think Mike. You know, he's, uh, he's a loyal. He's a loyal one, and he's sticking around. Yeah. You know, and there's something to be said to that. Like he's like, I'm gonna, I'm sticking yeah, around. You guys the, go off and be successful. The lighthouse you know, keeper. I think I'm, they I'm call gonna, him. Right? I'm, gonna, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna stick around. Yeah. You know? And and you got, loved the um, the pre allusions to Lost of like the oh, Jacob's Lighthouse yeah, and I love that being the lighthouse yeah. keeper. Yeah, well, there will be a Lost picture cast at yeah, some point. One day, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you guys have uh, teased Mike, it enough. You have to. But let's talk. Let's talk, Mike, though, because uh, there is, man, there is something so fascinating about you know all your friends leaving and you staying in that spot and, and knowing they're going to forget you a bit. Yeah, and having to call them back. You know, having to be the think about how heavy that is. Jack, we He's have got to go the back. Job. Yes. <laughs> That's holding that and waiting and making sure you don't call them back too early. Like the heaviness of that is it's profound. Yeah. Like your entire life is kind of waiting and studying and preparing to be the guy who's like, Hey, we need to go back to this. Like you need to revisit the worst time of your life. The sacrifice of the of the of the fame and fortune that he does to do it and to hold back and like, living hey, in the top of the you library. You forget, and he's like, "I never left. How could I forget?" And you know, um, I'm around, surrounded by the horrors. You know, you you live here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mike is a is a great choice of of a character to start with. Kind of love that Radon scene too. Um, I I feel like, uh, um, Joey. Before I kick it off to you about your your favorite characters, um. I, I do want you guys to think about your favorite horror scenes in the book and like what and which ones were I don't want you to answer now, but like kick that around because we'll go to that after we talk to the characters. Like which scenes worked the best other than the obvious, like we're not we're not gonna count count the Georgie scene. Um, which of those like confrontations with with Pennywise kind of worked the best for you? But Joey, which character do do you are you kind of the most drawn to with Mike now being taken off? The, is, he's been selected in the expansion draft, so you can't take <laughs> him uh, like Jeff Supon. You can't you can't take him. Probably Bill. You're a Bill guy. Yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of Bill. You know, minus the high ho silver nonsense with the bike, I, I really love. Oh. 
I love you gotta hone in on an LVP. It's silver so your LVP. Fucking, of it. Yes, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Amazing. Oh man, but he, he, there's a there's a love. A sixth grader has a love for his bike, though. No, like, I I have loved every bike I've ever owned greatly. So you're just bitter you don't have them anymore. You, no, you, I they're, not in a, they're not. In I a don't name them and yell silly shit. Yeah, but I, I I love Bill. He's driven. He looks after everybody, but he keeps kind of the focus. He's willing to do every you know. He's willing to go out on his own, but appreciates the support. Like I really, I, I think there's just so much consistency with him as a kid, and as an adult. Which yeah, you know, and he's able to go back. Uh, they do. It's such a such an interesting character because he's he's grieving and he's angry. You yeah, know, I love yeah. that. And it's just it it's yeah. great to to see like how. And has, they wrote and, the character. And has the self-blame, too. Oh, of course. And guilty. So, and he's guilty, yes. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, I I have to throw out, before we, I'm gonna, before we go I back and build, the two, two, there's two big Stephen King tropes that he has in his things that, that are always, they're always there. And two of them are force-feeding a catchphrase that's, that's awkward. And it's the, hi-ho, silver away, or the, yeah. you bet your fur. There's a bunch of, there's a bunch of them in there's there. There's a it's bunch. Like a, it, all of his works. There's always that. It's one of the things. And the other one is like the people laughing uncontrollably at unfunny jokes. Like it's like, you know, he says this and we all just sat there and laughed uncontrollably. And they, <laughs> you're reading it. He loves like, the word. Well, I didn't yeah. even crack a smile. So yeah. like, I don't know what it, what is it. Yeah, but he it, found the funny. Those are two major Stephen King tropes. You're going to take Ben. I know you're going to take Well, Ben. Well, I already, I already yeah. said yeah. it. I already said it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but Bill... Bill is is a great character too, and oh, I'm yeah. never one to pick to pick the the Leonardo of. of right. I'm, not, I'm never right. been a Leonardo guy. I'm always a Michelangelo guy, but myself. But which I guess Michelangelo in this sense would be more of a Richie, you know? Uh, it's gotta be. Say, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's be Richie. Yeah, and and Donatello is probably more ben, of Ben. Ben, but yeah. definitely. There's a great thing of having that flawed leader and having the the yeah. uh, the and I, I God I love the passage of him in his English class. About him writing the, and I know that there's a ton of, of of Stephen King putting himself in this character, but I love that passage of him of him writing the kind of horror story in the class, and the and all of the kids with the the ass kissing yeah. pseudo intellectual kids and the professors. I mean, I just, I mean, I was an English major in in New York City, and oh God, I just witnessed this so much. Whereas it's just, it's just. You know, Fordham University. It's just like a lot of that being kind of like a fringe kid who's like, you know, like I, I like sure. the, I like being an English major and working with words and with this, but like I'm not really gonna play by the rules kind of thing. And I, I felt, I just, I felt that that when that got hit home, like they hit home the, a little the bit. Stairs and yeah, like, and it's just yeah, like, yeah. this who's this guy? Yeah. You know, like what? Yeah, that that's a, such a great passage. To, he he's such an incredibly good character because it's it's the, the way. The way they describe the the grief, you know, it's such like a natural, appropriate way he's grieving. Yeah, exactly. Even with his parents completely bailing on him, and which is part of part of the grief, and he's able to kind of get with you know Stan and really kind of build that up. Yeah, just it's really strong. Yeah, and his connection with Beverly is great. Mm -hmm. Is great in this. I love that he doesn't end up with her. Uh, I think that uh, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, and and I, I we're going back to this 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 you know the sewer orgy stuff. <laughs> I, 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 we gotta like, we gotta touch like, it. It's like listeners are like, 
they're like, oh man, they're gonna have to confront this, and it's like, oh, they just keep bringing it up, like they're yeah. gonna, but we're not no, afraid of things. No, folks. because I, I do think that there's there's an important aspect in life. Yes, there are people who who fall in love at fifteen and marry their sweethearts, and that's that. And then you know, now and, they're and, divorced. and that's the only no. person that they but they loved, and that's but but. but you know, generally speaking, life doesn't work that way. And I think kind of what is being accomplished here with these with these seven entities is is that there are little loves in life, you know? And, you know, maybe the connection that Beverly and Eddie had wasn't the same as what Beverly and Ben had or what Beverly and Bill had. Or like, not important, yeah, I love the scene of, of Beverly and Richie's first date. At the movies, like that's a great like we all remember our first date, like we all remember that first time we go out, and well, like and like yes, okay, that's probably not a lot of our longest tenured girlfriends or or, or wives, but it's it occupies part of our memory, yeah. you know, just like you know, like I, you know, I hate to make it sexual, but like losing your virginity, but like you have different parts of your life that occupy love, and that first date. And that and that moment where it was just the two of you sitting on a park bench and you had a conversation. Like, I like the fact that they were all kind the of first orgy, the first sewer <laughs> orgy. <laughs> well, who could forget? Who could forget their first sewer orgy? I know they all forget a sewer orgy. That's also. I'm not sure. Fuck, um, I'm seventh. God damn it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure that Richie and Bev movie was a date, if you know what I mean. By the way, the Richie and uh, Richie's Richie and Eddie probably gay. Well, that's just in the at chapter two, though. I am. Stephen King. Well, Stephen theory's been around for a while, has it? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, they didn't make that up. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't. Oh, well, okay. So I'm yeah. learning a little bit now because because I know that that Stephen King co-signed the chapter two interpretation on that. Yeah. He did co-sign it, and he said, "I I, I like that. I, I I you know I wish I would have put it kind of something like the mist with the ending of the mist. He's like, God damn, I wish I thought of that. You know, it's like <laughs> God, like who thinks they wish I would have thought of that? That's horrible because the ending of the mist is one of the most dark, sinister things you'll you'll see. But um, no, yeah. that theory has been around. Oh, okay, so since I didn't I didn't before, know yeah. that. All right, because I so one of my I mean we'll get to chapter two, but I, I felt like the execution of that was a little shoehorned. Oh, you might be right about that, but it, it was a, uh, yeah, it's a not, nod. You know, he's not carving it into the yeah. thing like in the movie, but it, it's, it's throughout. It's something that, you know, you're right about and talked about for years. So I wasn't surprised that they went that way. Yeah. Too. But, uh, but again, though, you know, I think that, you know, again, here, here I am talking out of, out of pocket here with this stuff, but I would think for even, you know, for, for someone who is not necessarily, Attracted to women, just when you're figuring out Listen, your sexuality, who yes. you try different as a ch- yeah. as a child, you, you, you're, it's human and human connection, especially in the here. 50s. Yeah, it's human human connection here, and it's it's love is love is is beyond like that like adult sexuality, and it's like it's it's your you're meeting people and you're you're growing with people, and that's what that's kind of what this crew is is, is right. That when you're, you're that young, you're not necessarily 70 years ago. You're not putting a label on. So even if I'm attracted to men, you're like, no, this is what it is. I'm going to go out with her because I do have a connection with her, and that's okay. This this is about existential. It's, uh, yes, yes, it's about existential yeah. connection. So that's it's, what it's about. It's not, and, and the problem is, is the most controversial aspect of the book is blatantly physical and that's right. that's that's really the you know that's why i think here. it's unnecessary again i don't know it doesn't I, I don't fit at all you need to keep the blood oath the well, end of chapter one is so good <laughs> yeah no it, it listen yeah 
Like we nah, said. I, I don't I wouldn't say unnecessary is the word, but the the execution is just completely it's failed. It's a failed execution. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. But um, hey. so we'll go to we'll do the segue to Ben because Ben is is is, is my yeah he's he's the character I go I go to first just because and I don't know that either of the of the adaptations or I should say any of the adaptations really fully encapsulate what what he is to this source material yeah uh, because I I do think that he is in many ways is the ultimate narrator of this thing like we have a, the the actual narrator. Is Mike right? Right, and then the the story it's Bill. protagonist is Bill. Right, but it's kind of that underlying person well, in this book is Ben. Ben has the arc. He's got the full arc of the story. Yeah, and I I just I I love I'm 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 drawn to like this character who kind of has met success and found everything he's been looking for, but is still not committing or complete in his life like he still has that you know so aware of the missing yeah and i'm sure there's a part of you joey that wants to call ben a a a cuck or oh i love ben (laughs) i think he's a fantastic character he's not he's not the george jones uh i think ben's a great he can't be a cuck he got the girl in the end right he did he did i think george jones didn't ben's importance to the whole thing is you know an initial kind of unifier when you know with the absurd bully you know it's not bullying assaults yeah like he is the ultimate architect of everything going on and, and, and the, the he's abu- the base he's the, the foundation the, the the child abuse on him too oh my god i mean his his mom just feeding him yeah. oh it's okay just keep just feeding just him filling the void oh it's okay oh my Here's god food. it's so sad it's him so at sad. the candy store oh oh eating he's like beverly wouldn't like this like it's 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 very sad but Man, the part that the most heartbreaking is, this is such a silly thing is him being so excited leaving the library with his summer reading books. Like that's like, oh, he's like, I got this one, that one, and this one. Maybe I, maybe this is so, a little controversial. He's like, he's holding, and then like as Henry Bauer is beating the shit at him and stabbing him, he's like, oh god, the hot rod is ruined. Like <laughs> the black stallion will never be read again. Like the, I love like the the reverence he has for the for the books. Like it's yeah. it's, it's so it's so the library was such a theme big connection for the kids because it was so cool how he wrote this too like this the library was the 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 safe zone right mm. and there was the adult section and the kid section was connected and then th- with the last fight against it when everything you know blew up the adult section and the kid section is now separated that's the, the yeah. end of it is they never he specifically writes it in the book that they never reconnected the adult section and the yeah. kid section. That glass, like, uh, the damn, glass yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like and, well and done. And I love the the criticism that he received for structuring a building that that yeah. looked like the yeah, library. Yeah, yeah. yeah so cool. that library was <laughs> definitely. So the, yeah. Let's let's talk Richie then right now. So I didn't I didn't realize that that was kind of like a fan theory type of deal. Yeah, yeah they didn't pull that out of their yeah. ass and um. In the movie, and I think probably in 1990, they didn't have the time, nor did they care uh, enough to do it. Well, the individual it. characters are very undeveloped in the... In the yeah, no, I think it was more of like a right time here. thing. They didn't yeah. have enough to develop. It needs to be two And they weren't interested, yeah. Yeah, what are, so what are your guys' you know backings on that, or based on what you've read? Or, or it's, just, uh, it's not, look, it's not something that I like picked up on while I was reading it, but thinking back, I'm like, they call it flirtatious, the, the interactions between the two of them. Between uh, Richie, and and Richie and Eddie. Yeah. Okay. And, it, and it, you know what? It kind of is. Yeah. It kind of is. And like Richie's like, it, 
he's almost covering like overcompensating things with jokes. Right. Not, yeah, 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 not yeah. always that. I'm not saying no. that, but he's he's covering his insecurities no matter what it is with jokes. Always kind of yeah. kind of deal. And Eddie grows up and marries his mother. Yeah, which is not a you know that doesn't mean it's, anything other than like I don't know maybe he's yes, just looking for comfort. Right, you know thing. what you go, especially with the munchausen and that you protect you. Vasectomy on Richie, right? Yeah, and just yeah, his, right. He had the vasectomy, the failed mm-hmm, uh, vasectomy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and just his yeah. reaction, everything with Stan, with Eddie, his reactions. And so when they did that in the movie, I was like, oh, yeah, they is. hit it head on. Though yeah. they like they hammered you with that. Yeah, they really let you know. I see. I didn't know, know a lot of those fan theories, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. I'm I'm liking a lot of what you guys are saying here with this. Then that makes a little more of that. Oh, that makes sense in yeah. chapter two, where it felt a little shoehorned to me both he, characters are, are so are so great we're, we're, i feel like this conversation will we can we can sh- we can stop here because we're going to continue this in the adaptations because sure. um just to kind of lead into that i think that one of the best portrayals of any of the losers in any of the adaptations is eddie in the 2017 100 yeah i re i i've recasted that actor that kid actor i recast he he's is so good. he is 10 out of 10 firing on all cylinders in that movie's ph- phenomenal so we'll talk about eddie now um I love I love Eddie. First of all, Eddie is is relocated to Long Island, right? Is that, that's that's our those are our Long Island shots yeah. there. Yes, he's yep. going to LaGuardia. Yeah, limo. They're driving yeah. limo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lim- yep. he owns a limo service. God that's awesome. Right. Yeah, you know you have to have that hypochondriac character. You have to have that. The, the yeah, I think it's worse than hypochondriac. Yeah, I mean, it's not worse. It's 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 deeper. worse. It's, it's Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. That's that's it's fucked up. That's torture. Yeah. It's She's being tortured. You know. Taking pl- the placebos, force thinking he has all these things when he has nothing. That's- and they, the the pharmacist told him when he was a kid, but he still the couldn't placebo. get over it he because that's where his comfort it. came from. Yeah. Because he couldn't detach from his mom. You know, there's that. You know, there's that one plus Munchausen by proxy story that always makes the news. That girl, um, Jubilee or whatever her name is, who killed her mom. She found like a boyfriend online yes. and killed her mom because the mom had her. She could walk, but the mom was like, "No, you can't walk. You have to go in a wheelchair." Like really intense yeah. shit, and isn't it isn't it like interesting that he's the character who is phenomenal with directions and can can find his way out of any situation, but his vice he's tagged with this. You're oh, there's something always wrong with you. You're sick. You're there. You you can't. Yeah, but because can hang of that. These people. So it's like you know where to go. But you're you, you, you have like this electric fence around you where you can't you can't. Do you're that. strapped to this. Yeah, very tragic. It's just, he's a tragic it's, character, it's and he tragic. is, and he's one of the ones that don't make it out of this story. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, he dies doing kind of going outside of himself and being a little bit like above the himself. one who knows how to get out. Yep. He's the one who dies, and that's that's that goes back to the trauma, the trauma of, and and again, the trauma you're born into. Like you, you can't, you know. And as much as he forgets, he you know marrying his mom essentially, like mm-hmm. he's never able to escape it. Even when he forgets, he's always stuck. Yeah. Ah, goddamn. The uh, it hit the the Eddie's bad break chapter is a, is an amazing. Oh, chapter. it's a great chapter. The, the incredible it breaks his arm is an incredible. That's one of my favorite chapters. Chapter. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, uh, I, I spells remember... into him standing up to his mom minimally, yeah. but he does a little bit. But for him, least. it's yeah. huge. You know, um, I read I read that chapter parked in a car in Huntington. I yeah, remember just distinctly. Stop. Remember, there's two. I mean, there's a, a few moments, but there's two chapters in particular that I just kind of remember like, fuck, like I just, you know, you know, when you're reading something, you just remember the moment you're in and you sure. have it. And there, there's a, a lot of that with this book, but the two, if you were to ask me, which like, what were the ones that you remember the most? If I had to pick three, obviously the first one or starting the book with Georgie and, and, and that, 
the one you just mentioned there, Georgie, and the other one, which is one of my favorite passages of the book, we'll get to it at some point. It's fucking Bev and the old lady. Right. Holy yeah. fuck yeah, balls. Holy shit. What a horror sequence. They get that that's it just incredible. So we'll, 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 we'll get there. Yeah. But but uh yes, no, the Eddie's Eddie's break is yeah. Yeah, Eddie's bad break. Yeah. Ugh. Before we talk Bev, let's talk a little Stan. Because Stan is kind of that forgotten character. Yeah, he's, he's odd the one who dies, dies in the basically he dies before you meet any of the other losers. Correct. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. Someone, he, the, some, there's got to be stakes, right? This guy, someone's got to draw the blood, and uh, someone has to, to to wipe it on the bathroom wall, and it's Stan. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, you know, and I visited, uh, I visited Derry, Bangor. Now is it is it Banger or is it Bangor? Bangor. I think it's- Bangor. I think yeah. it's Bangor. I hear some people say Banger. So oh, I, know. I know our, our friend, our good friend, uh, Adam Hitchcock, who's who's from the area, is going to listen to this and he's yelling at his device right now. He's but agreeing with me. I have always said Bangor too, yeah. but I've heard some people say Banger. So I don't know. But Bangor is how I'm going to say it because that's how I've always said it. So until I'm corrected, that's how I'm going to grow. I'm wearing my uh, Orono hat right now. Orono Brewery. Great hat. That's right. It's right outside of, of uh, the University of Maine. I do believe Orono is shouted out in the book at one point. I remember reading that there in the early part of it. So I went up there. I, I did the whole Stephen King. I saw the Paul Bunyan statue. It, it is awesome. there. It is there. I saw the it, the Pennywise drain, which is not how you see it on the cover of the first edition book or you see it in either of the movies. The actual drain is a circular drain in the street, a graded circular drain in the street. So kind of like, like a manhole cover. But instead of being a manhole cover, it's like a like a graded okay. drain, you know, and that's that's how you see it. I'll, I'll I think when this comes out, I'll retweet the picture of me with it. Perfect. Uh, it, it, the creepiest sight that I saw during this whole thing, my whole revisit to Maine, was the standpipe. Really? Oh yeah, it's, I mean, it's a great scene. Man, the writing, and I I think we're gonna segue. It takes this, you in there. We're gonna have, we're gonna talk, do our Bev talk, but I want to segue this into the to the biggest the horror scenes the standpipe was so creepy and i like when i got to it and looked at it i'm like oh my god like it it is exactly how it was described in the oh. book and it is so creepy the door that he describes yeah, going yeah. into i saw it i'm like oh my god like i would never fucking go near that thing like it, it just it's out in like kind of in the woods area there that's where him like he's like bird watching and he's got yes. the book yep. and yep. goes and yep. So goddamn creepy. Like, it just, and, and and anyone who's visiting Bagger, check out the standpipe. It is it is unsettling. At best. That chapter in the book was interesting. The first time I read it, it felt a little out of place. But then it like they came back to it in such a like perfect way. Yeah, know. yeah. Huh. Um, the the kids and the and the drowning and yeah, the thing oh, with the man, sloshing yeah. up the stairs. Very very creepy stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's great. Stan thoughts in general. Stan. I think Stan's an interesting character because he's, you know, as a kid, he's always the one based on like, guys, what the fuck are we doing? Like, like this is this, like, you know, like you said with the cleaning. And as an adult, like he's, he makes hard choices. He and makes I think the hard choice, right? Yeah. And I think that yeah. that takes a lot. Yeah. And that's kind of a, as I say, I, I have, <laughs> it's like one of the characters I'm most sympathetic for in this entire fucking thing is Stan's wife. Oh, like, man. I'm just yeah. like, always like, look, like, she didn't choose this. She didn't know anything about it. Like, you, you know, know what? Like, he's writing letters to all these friends from, what about my letter? Like, what, you know, like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's so sad. It's yeah. just so sad. Atlanta, Georgia, too, I think. Uh, yeah. First Stan down, down there. But. Poor Stan. 
before we talk Bev and then and we'll move to the to the adaptations here, the best horror scenes in the in the source material, like what, the one when you're reading it here, what got you the most unsettled? What got you the the most creeped out? What, what was it? So for me, when Mike sees a bird, yes. that's a good one. Um, Rodon, Rod yeah, just have a little bit. The bird's tongue was silver. Its surface is crazy cracked as the surface of a volcanic land, which was first baked and then slagged off. And of, on this tongue, like weird tumbleweeds that had taken temporary root there, were a number of orange puffs. God. That's great. Oh, my God. I just love like a, him crawling into the tunnel and like trying to get as far back as he could. Right and and not quite get back there, but yeah, that that is a great one. Yeah, mine was um, Richie with the werewolf. Oh yeah, because I I'm just thinking back as like a kid, and what's the scariest thing is like seeing a scary movie and then like seeing what you saw on screen, like chasing you essentially. Yeah. It's like so when he, when he went to the Aladdin and he saw the werewolf movie, and then all of a sudden he sees the werewolf. Yeah, I would shit my pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, okay, so I mean, I, I, there there was an element of this book is Stephen King writing the love letter to the circus. No, I'm sorry, not. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, that's not. However, this movie does take place around the same time that the greatest show on earth was the best picture winner. So we do, we do they, that, they saw that as the horror movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, this was not a love letter to the circus as you, much as you think it would be. Bob Gray, but. That's some of the creepiest stuff too. The Bob yeah, Gray origin Bob Gray stuff. My, my father, my father was Bob Gray. Um, no, uh, uh, it was a love letter to to the the Universal Heart monsters. You know, so we we see the werewolf, we the my, the, my teenage werewolf. We see the werewolf. We see the the mummy, Ben's mummy, in yeah. the thing, the uh, the swamp monster, or the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, okay, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. So they, they gets Eddie, they Eddie saw that in the Aladdin. Yeah. So my favorite horror scenes are, are probably the standpipe and, and Bev and, and the old lady with this, the Hansel and Gretel stuff. But man, the creature from the Black Lagoon coming after Shit, coming man. after Eddie Cochran. And, so we kind of had similar ones. Yes, yeah. You, you had know. the werewolf and, and yeah. uh, the you had the, the bird. The, the bird's the a great one. Yeah, the that's a, that's one. a great yeah, those one. Are, yeah. yeah. Man, that creature from that. And, and he's like, this isn't real. This isn't they real. Saw the he hooks the, the hooks of yep. the locket. And that's when you know it's like Oh God! This we we don't know what the stakes are in this thing. Is like, you can't just be like, no, this isn't mm-hmm. real. I don't. I refuse to see this. It's like, nah, it's you're, real. You're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Just real enough for you. I I, I want to talk Bev here, and I will and we'll segue this in with that that fucking old lady scene. God Man, that scene. damn the writing in that scene, dude. The tension, the build up, and we're, when we go into the adaptations, we're going to talk about hits and misses and what they got right, what they got wrong, and I I do think that all the adaptations that got this scene totally wrong. I mean, I just remember I was at a park bench at a, 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 a local a local park on the island reading this thing in the broad daylight on like a beautiful <laughs> summer day, and just fucking terrified. Like the, the, the gradual buildup of this is like, you know, and like oh, her teeth kind of seemed sort of brown, a- and it's like you know, and and all of a sudden she started her accent got a little thicker, and it was like what? I mean, it's so subtle. Oh my god! Until it's gra- not subtle. Gradual. Gradual is a better word. It's oh my god! It's one of the best scenes you can come up with because it's it's scary on like two levels because it's going back to a place that was like just scary because of who she was with, 
and then it's like monster scary as well. Yeah, you right. Know, it's exactly. like kind of like a double whammy of uh, it's of every torture it's, essentially. Right. You have no break from it. Yeah, they bring you in with this little old lady, which is like the most innocent thing yeah, that there you is. Know it's like coming. the little old lady, like come and do it. Have have a cup of tea with me. But the thing is, like, I didn't know it was coming while I was reading it. Like, because it's just like I, I knew something was going to happen, but I didn't know where it was. You didn't gonna think it was going to be that. Yeah. Yeah, and and I love the mythology of it too. Like the my father worked for the circus. Mm-hmm. Like, like oh a, yeah, a gradual Bob Gray, and like she sees the Bob Gray in the case, and it's like we know, but she, the character doesn't know. I'm like Bob Gray, I'm like uh, they never really explain what Bob Gray is. But we know it ain't good. <laughs> I think Bev was the most courageous of the of the group. She I think was. she had the most, cur- I think the so. most yeah. courage, and it's like played the courage against her. That yeah, know, and you know what? You, you need in. the character that ties all these dopey dudes together, yeah. and that's what it is. And that's what Bev is. Is Bev is the strongest character in the in the book. She's the strongest character in the source material. And and you know, to put a cap on the last time, we'll go back to this. But like, until we get to the Twitter questions, is is that like they all needed Bev's strength. They all needed Bev's confidence. They're all losers, but Bev was the one that had the control. Bev was the one that that could give Eddie a little bit to get out of his little world, and could give Richie a little bit to get out of his world, and get and give Mike a little bit to get out of his world. Mm-hmm. And that that connection is important for all of them to come back to Derry to do this. Did you like the inclusion of of Bev's husband and Bill's um, wife? In the book, or was that a little too much as far as like them being involved in the endpoint? I actually, one of the things I admire the most about the adaptations is that they did not include. Right, this. I'm the okay. same way. Uh, that's my notes on it. I think if if it too had him coming back to kill her to Derry, yeah, I think it's. I think it just and the, uh, Audrey, Audrey, Audra, Audra. Okay, oh, yeah, and Audra seems a little like what what. We'll talk. About, yeah. yeah, yeah. She may be my LVP. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing. No, but uh, um. So, so Rogan. I don't know if it's Ted Rogan or whatever. What Rogan was the was the last name, but he's just a maniac. It's actually kind of one of the best written passages in the book. It, I mean, it's incredibly visceral. And Which the one? physicality or oh, her her, beat her fighting him? her way out of Which that? She's leaving. Is, yeah. Maybe that goes to her yeah, courage. So, so that is. Know. Well, just the just the just the writing of putting you in it and like the physicality of it, and that's one of the things that just King is so good at is the descriptive nature of it. I just I just wish that he would have left it at that and like spending chapters on him tracking her down. Now I get what he was doing, and 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 I do like so. This is like it's a double edged sword for me because what he's doing is is that Pennywise can't physically hurt the seven that's one of his things so he can he can kill the other kids in town he can kill their siblings he can kill their friends but he can't the the seven the lucky seven are protected by the turtle that's essentially what this is going on here so the only way he can get to them is through outside sources Mm -hmm. so in the context of the book he's getting them through people that they meet outside of life and outside of it so i i don't i'm not saying that it shouldn't have been included in the book I am a little grateful that the adaptation didn't go that route, and I kind of wish that the '90s version will get there, but they didn't. The, the, the didn't do the bike stuff with Audra and all because that. Um, the second read, I was oh Bev's husband, like when when it, when he popped up again, yeah, and yeah. I'm sure the third time I'm going to be like oh. Bev's husband, because right. it's like a thousand, <laughs> it's like a thousand pages. I know between like all these I will bags. say though, like him, like. Like beating the shit out of the friend is yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. A, that's a pretty fucked up brutal scene. Like, scene. Yeah, she's like, a oh trooper. God. The friend, yeah, though. like geez. wouldn't give her up. 
God Wouldn't damn. give her up. God tried damn. to try her best. Yeah, I, I her like best. how the adaptations have yeah. her get out and stay out. Yeah. Because, like, fuck that guy. I mean, at some right. point, you want to see him get his comeuppance, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm tough. Yeah. Well, and he does. Yeah. They, they, they yeah. fucking bury him in the book. <laughs> he just gets lost oh. in the sewers and never yeah. yeah. He's in Derry right now. Like, you know. Henry Bowers. Bowers. Yeah. Look, Bowers, I think, is, is just a product of Derry. You know, he, he, yeah, but Bowers is kind of the personification of Pennywise, too. It's like, get, 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 he's, he's if Pennywise was one of the kids. That's, that's him that's taking him. over Henry Bowers. And, and Joey, Very, to what you're saying with, trauma and the the parental issues and, oh, yeah. and all I that mean, yeah he's typical you know abuse and what that looks like plus a pennywise taking over and influences yeah. you the characters around him we're gonna get to i gotta get to this now here we're not gonna get through the source still if we talk about patrick hockstetter uh hey i mean cold chapter to him right jesus christ yeah what this is i hope that this was the depths of of King's substance abuse here with the, the this chapter is one of the darkest things that I've been a part of as far as my mm-hmm. liter, literary run my literary run has gone. It, I have here no, the troubling tale. Yeah, there there's please don't you're gonna read it out of the book. We got oh no no no. I mean, oh, you got I something? Oh, my God, it, it was just it's just so brutal, dude. The whole chapter is brutal. Oz, it's that's the hard one to like pinpoint within this story almost it's, it's like he's a villain in himself yeah and pennywise i i think that there's some sort of thing as like pennywise is not gonna allow the other villains outside of what he's doing or maybe it doesn't matter whether you're good or bad he's gonna it's gonna he's get taking yeah. over mankind he's gonna he's gonna use you for what he's gonna use like he he's gonna use you as long as he needs you and then he's ultimately you. gonna exert his yeah. power the animal abuse yeah, is her- beyond like horrific. It's abuse. It's yeah, so that's, abuse that's, that's, oh, it's not even animal abuse. Is probably an understatement. I mean, it's yeah. just slaughtering fucking innocent right. pets, like stealing people's pets and killing them. And and um, there's that weird scene of of him and Bowers with the sexual encounter. There's a lot of just. It's it's really really rough. Like this it, is it, real, really uh, uh, the point of his manifesto. I'm confused a little bit about like whether. The, the the this character actually did all this stuff or not? I don't. I mean, I don't. Like, yeah. I mean, I I took it as it all happened. I mean, he just yeah. like, said he did it. I mean, yeah. No. I think because I think if King then said, "Oh, this was all like his thoughts," or does it would have been very be not in, effective. Does this need to be in the book? No. I mean, it's pretty. I think, rough, I think they could have could have. He he could have done everything with just Bowers. I agree. Yeah, and it's like we have this we have this like whole chapter of evil, of basically like this, this like this sociopath eleven year old who like why like and and he's just killed by Pennywise anyway. So it's like wh- like well why? that's the whole thing. He's is just... that the point? Is that there's this, this evil exists beyond mm-hmm. evil? You know, I guess uh, I don't know that it lands, and I think the Hostetter tough, death kind of puts some things in motion as far as getting to the end, getting them down like back into the sewers and everything. Yeah, man, it's a, that's a tough segment of the book. That really, that's one of those ones. That's like, and it's so late in the book too. It's like, oh my god, we're still getting introduced to these things. Jeez. Okay, so uh, um, I, I think it's time to start moving to the adaptations here. Let's let's wait. Get, let, Nope. I have a, I have something. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So. 
I've come up with a theory on these seven characters. Okay. And I want you guys to work with me. Let's, okay. let's see what you guys got. Okay. Here. I like this. All right. So se- uh, in the book, anyway, before we go into the ad- adaptations, because this is all about the book. There, there's allusions to this number of like seven. Like is seven the lucky seven? Seven's important, right? What if these kids are? Uh, we're, we're talking about all their like positives, right? What if they're not the 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 good guys? What if each one of them represents a deadly sin? Ooh, and that is why it is after these seven. Why they've connected? Wow. So so Pennywise is the good guy. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> the guy. Patrick Hogsetter is definitely the yeah, guy. Yeah. We got that. What if what if these seven kids are, are each each represented one of the deadly sins? I don't think the seven is coincidental. Interesting. Okay, I love I love how first of all I love how the de- seven deadly sins can be applied to anything. That's always a great a great. That's thing always going fun. On. All right. Yeah. So what so what are the seven deadly sins for each? Obviously, gluttony is Ben. We got that. Well, no, that's, I think the easy one is uh, is uh, Bill Absolutely. is wrath. Bill is wrath. Yeah, because that's vengeance. Okay, vengeance for his brother. Okay. I think Michael is pride. Won't leave won't leave town. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think Ben is gluttony. Obviously. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. the most yeah, satisfying. Right. Uh, I'm sorry to give Beverly lust, but I gotta give her lust. Right. Yeah, this is gonna be the trick this is gonna be a tricky one, but Stan gets sloth. Because, look, I don't I'm not looking to shame, but part of part of lo- sloth is an unwillingness to act. But he acted. Uh, no. Killing yourself is not acting, dude. Sure it's it the ultimate. It's unwilling to go back. But he acted. there's, I, I, I get the connection. I'm with yeah. you. Guys. I'm with. Uh, I got Richie is envy. I think he's envious of of Bill's leadership. I think he hides it with with jokes. He does fight Bill a bit. I think he hides it with jokes, and I think he's envious and this goes back to the richie eddie thing i think he's envious of 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 ben and beverly and bill and beverly because he don't have that interesting i think i this is the this is what i need help with i got eddie with greed um i think i just have him for like limo driver for the rich and famous making a lot of money there's some shoehorn yeah that would have had some stretches that would have had to stretch yeah interesting interesting the the seven number you have to look at though yeah yeah i don't know that i agree with that but i appreciate the stretch can we head to the 90s miniseries let's go let's go So the '90s miniseries. So we're gonna do uh, what are these new things we got for our, our return episodes? Hits and misses. So it's our battleship brand hits and misses. Little white pegs for the hits, little red pegs for the misses. We're gonna keep it fast and loose. Um, I, I wanna. I just we're just gonna essentially talk about things that the '90s miniseries got right, some of the things that they got wrong. 
So uh, we'll start. Let's, let's let's keep it positive to start. Yeah. Go with what they got right, Joe. What do you think the '90s miniseries really got right? Tim Curry's fantastic. Hell, yeah. fucking. That's on mine. Yes. Hell, fucking. My yes. God, he he's so fucking good. He's Tim Curry. What a great like. I, I just I'm, I'm I'm taken back at the casting in the entity. Like we're doing like a an eight was it ABC or I, I don't yeah. know what you have ABC, ABC miniseries. It's like who can we get for this? Like this is post Clue, right? Uh, it's gotta be. Yeah. So yeah. so like Tim Curry, that's fucking brilliant. Genius. And he crushes it, dude. He crushes it. He's just a, just an entity of nightmares. He's unbelievable. We all float down here. <laughs> it's, just, it's so good. I love I love a British guy who does a fucking fantastic American accent. <laughs> it's just nothing better. You know, Christian Bale comes to mind too. Yeah. What, is is he Australian or is he? British, I don't He's know. British. Yeah, he he looked kind of like unsuspecting and scary at the same time, which is a hard thing to pull off. He was great. Yeah. He was great as Pennywise. That was my number one, what they got right. Love yeah, I think that's series. the... Oz, what did you have next with what they got right? I think they got Mike what, right. I think they did Mike really well in the in the 19... Uh, the Specifically years. adult Mike or... Both, because they adult, they made, made him the, the thing that brought him back. And connected them and stayed and narrated and gave the history. They did Kid um, Mike great. And the and they did Kid Mike as far as like standing up for himself and actually having a part of the, the group. You know, we'll, we'll talk about the, the, the movies with right. Mike, but I think like they made Mike important. And uh, uh, the the acting on both the, the, the child and the adult, I think like nailed him. Just nailed Mike. Okay. Um, I guess I'll save that for Mrs. Okay. Um, yeah. A major hit for me is is the sewer scene right to, to the start. I mean, that's that that launches the whole franchise, essentially, as, as far as the mainstream goes. I mean, getting Georgie. They, Georgie's great in the in, in the 90s miniseries. It's, it's just, you got that, the cute kid who's just innocent going into it. And, you know, it's, it's playing off of the Tim Curry being a huge hit, but... Mm-hmm. That's just shot so perfectly. The the piano playing into the into the thing, and and as we said before, it's written cinematically to begin with. But they they really bring you into the world with that, and it becomes this stain on our memory that we we can't get get past. With the the kid in the in the galoshes and the yellow rain jacket getting sucked into the drain. So that's a big big hit for me. Sure, yeah, that's great. Um, I, I don't disagree with with what you stated. I got a little pushback about that old uh, opening scene when we get to the bad. I don't know if that's now. Um, in the in the in the nineties version. Yeah. Or we'll go. Well, do we have other hits we want to throw out there? Yeah, yeah. I ha- you know and. It- the fact that it was on ABC, but you know, not a lot of blood, not a lot of gore, but it's still a scary movie, and still Pennywise is scary, and you know, nothing's over the top. It's a memorable movie. I remember it from when I was freaking six years old. So, you know, I think they do a great job with that. Yeah, I'll throw a hit out there too. Is that shower scene? You know, it's not in the book. You know, right? Am, am I wrong? Scary. Is it no? Yeah, no. no. So that kind of stood the test of time. Is like him like pulling the drain out and putting his head out in the drain. Like so, like they took something. They had limited resources and and they're on network television to do something to be horrific, and they came up with that. That's a big hit. It's really me. great. It's a big hit. The the way they use the balloons is pretty cool, and I'm assuming they were all balloons, just like throughout the throughout the the the. 
show movie whatever we're calling it they did they did a good job with what they had for sure just general talk on on with before we go into the misses just general talk in the 90s miniseries oz this is your first time seeing it yeah so i i think i I might be affected that i don't have like nostalgia with this one okay that's always always an issue with early in the early 90s entities yeah it just feels dated to me and it Mm. might be because like those the actors maybe they were pretty popular at the time I don't know. If Not I, I mean, Ritter, Ritter, obviously, Ritter would like, still be around stands the, te- could, yeah. the test of time. But like, otherwise, did any of them like really like? Jonathan Brandis was in a lot. He died, so oh, who well, knows what he would have well, been. Well, no, but he was in a lot of stuff. So who We're knows? We're not what, done talking. Seth Green, <laughs> got so, like yeah. Seth Green. Yeah, I mean, it's like now I'm but just to like, underutilize oh, Seth Green. And I don't think that when the, we get to the movies we'll talk about this as well like uh, did it do Derry well like did it really like give Derry a character no no, no in my opinion it didn't. the miniseries yeah. I think did the worst yeah it, it was just like room to room almost yeah. it was a very room to room which I know is 90s but it's just without without like seeing it as a kid I was not I think so, not into so a, a hit for me with that was is that I, I thought there was a a better attempt in the '90s miniseries, when we talk about the the other the, the later ones, to do the, the the connection with the kids, and they 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 they, they attempted to do the dam, like the, yeah. the dam yeah. building, yeah. and they attempted to do some different things with them. Where I, I feel like, and granted, making a movie in the late 2010s is different than making a miniseries in the early '90s when you have three hours to do it and all that. So there was some tension made between. Richie and Bev having some interactions, and Eddie and Bev having some interactions. Where I, I, I think that maybe that was we'll, we'll get to that when we get to the, to the, to the later ones. But we're gonna try to do the damn stuff, and we're gonna try to do the. the, the so I, I do give him a little credit in doing that, but I, I don't think it was necessarily done all that great. But it, I, it is what it is. You know, one of my misses, and I think what you're saying with Derry is, I hate that the miniseries took out the carnival scene. Where the guy got killed Ooh, as the okay. adults. Or we're gonna we're gonna talk Adrian Mellon. We're gonna talk Adrian. I Mellon just think that's it. a yeah. huge miss in this. So yeah. let's so let's save that. Okay, that's fair. For- let's save that for chapter two because yeah. I I don't th- I'm gonna disagree with you in the sense that I don't know that they could have done that properly in 1990. I I, I Maybe think you're that right, needed- but I I think that goes into the whole point of dairy being in like oh that scene is. Incredible in the book. I mean, oh it's yeah, written it's amazing. Very, very well, and it's it's right in the front of the book. And imagine they did it in 1990 and did it wrong, you know. And and, and I feel like that in the in the heat of the AIDS era, there was on network television. Scared, uh, I, I'm scared yeah. to think of what that would have sure, looked like. But so it's I, lacking in storytelling and what kind of Darius. Yeah, you're right. No, you're you're right. But I'm like I'm I'm happy. That that Listen, wasn't they didn't ad- botch it, which I'm is happy good. it wasn't adapted until 2019. Right, but it takes away that's, from the I product. think it's one of the strongest scenes of the of chapter two. But we'll, 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 we're going to go misses now. Let's go misses. Okay. Uh, All right. Misses. So should I just bury this thing now? Do it. Do All it. Right. Um, so though I don't disagree with you about Georgie or or uh, or Tim Curry in the opening scene mm-hmm. at all. I don't. Those two were fucking great. They missed on Bill. Completely missed. You, don't like the Je- you didn't like Jonathan Brandis. either the the kid or the adult version. I think Jonathan Brandis was horrible. Oh, Dude, wow. I disagree. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm also right, let's, let's I'm have. also pro Brandis. 
I'm getting what you're saying by the adult. Adult one is tough. All right, so here is the problem with Brandis. Brandis was whiny. He was a whiny kid. That's Prom- not what- Promise me. Promise that, me. That's not what We're going to come back here. <laughs> that's not that's not what Bill was in the book. Bill wasn't whiny. Bill was was guilt felt guilty and upset yeah. and mad. He wasn't he wasn't whiny and Right off the bat, I was like, "I'm not going to make it through this thing with Jonathan Brandis <laughs> whining at his get out of here." Joy. Like it was like a get out of here, younger brother thing, and then like yeah. uh, it just it it, wow. did, it didn't work for me. And look, the chemistry of of the group did not work for me. And the the kid or the adult version, um, I think you're yeah, right. I, I agree with that. I but, think yeah. you're right in the sense that. What the the miniseries tried to do, they gave a little more effort as yes. far as putting yes. the kids together to make you feel like they were friends. My pushback on that is that, you know what? They casted so well in the, the 2017 chapter one version that they didn't have to do that because when you looked at these kids, you're like, oh, those guys are friends. Yeah, I, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I mean, the, there's... To. Zero chemistry with the adults in the in the miniseries. The adults, so that's the, that's, that's I, I it's, it's pretty the kids. No, the kids I, I'm on board with. Oh. I'm fully in on the kids. In you like the them? Yeah, yes. yeah. Hundred percent. There was chemistry, man. I man. dude. I believe that. I believe them bringing in Ben when Beverly gets there. I believe that with the rock fight with Mike. I am hundred percent in on the adults. Man, I think they lean too much in on that. They fucking forgot. So there's part of me that wants to put the Beverly character in the '90s miniseries as a miss because I, I I don't like it's not cast as a strong character. However, there is the connection that she has with the others, and I, I do, I do kind of like the chemistry amongst the group right. and with the kids. Yeah, no, I love it. No, you're you're right with the underutilization of of Richie. Um, Seth, Seth Green. Green, and it's hilarious that I don't think he grew an inch after that movie. <laughs> He's the tallest guy amongst all of them, and I don't think he has grown since. I actually do think there is some some pretty good chemistry with them, and I'm I'm pro Jonathan Brand is he is a little awkward and uncomfortable, but I do think that works with like you do want your bill to be you don't want your bill to be you know to be this amazing charismatic leader like there has to be an awkwardness no i think you do need your bell to be this like charismatic leader well i think don't I, let the stuttering fool you kind of thing yeah i think but that's, i mean i i i, I don't know maybe I, I mean he's a good looking kid but he was he's awkward as shit in the movie to me and and yeah. i thought it worked based yeah. on that yeah it's, it's just like what do you think bell is supposed to be then, yeah right I don't know. I, I, think, I guess maybe we'll talk when we get to. I think adult Bill is so botched. Um, all right, <laughs> we got We got to talk Spider here. We got to talk Spider. Yeah, it's we got to ignore it. I mean, the ending's bad. The ending. Well, the, I mean, is, listen. The I don't know that the ending in the book is great. Okay, no, so right either. I I think the ending in the book is the best of three bad endings. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I don't that love take. the stepping on the baby's shit. That's weird to me. Like what? Like yeah. why but is like why like he's existed every 27 years. This is the year that he's making spider babies. Like uh, I, I, I never liked that. I never really liked that. He. Well, I will. I think we should talk all endings at two. I'll give you a hit. I love the group of them taking the hit of the of the of the um. Oh, the inhaler. I love that scene. That was good. You yeah. didn't like it, Joe? You no, I didn't. Me- no, I, yeah, I love no, that. I love like that's good. 
I was kind of waiting for that in the in the newer one. I'm like, come on, give it, give it. Like, dude, that's it's a fun yeah, no, it's way good. to kind of to have. Did they connect. did they cut themselves in the um, miniseries? No, no, okay, no, that's what we're in age yeah. era. Yeah. You yeah, can't yeah, do yeah, that. You yeah. can't do that. So, but that was that. What? Yeah, the inhaler. That's kind of the, yeah, that's how they it did it. Was like it. A charming Look, the, um, way to do yep, it. Yep, it was clever. I'm going to admittedly say that I'm least familiar with the miniseries. Well, we just watched the ones. Yeah. So, I just I don't know this this connection of the kids is so important and that we 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 know it's all important in the book it's just like did i feel it in the miniseries i just didn't i just yeah did there's a dated nature i guess that for you for you yeah that. but all right so i, I want to talk about three entities as far as where they go to confront him so we have the Nebolt house uh-huh. in in the 2017 right we have in the book it's the sewers they literally go down to the sewers yeah. which to me is the best one i oh, guess cinematically it's hard to it's hard to do that and then in, in the miniseries, they created this kind of like, um, I don't know what that was. It was like this little house by the swamp. Yeah. It, it was, was a, ra- like, rank them. Like, what, what worked best for you? Man, it's definitely Sewers 1. Yeah, right. Not but it's hard, to, it's hard to. I guess it's Neville's House 2. And then the. Yeah, the, I'm, 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 I'm the same. I'm the same. Okay. Yeah. What it's do you shame. guys think about the city getting destroyed at the end of the book? I kind of think it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 it's weird to me. Yeah, I don't like it. I get it. Yeah, I, I do think it makes sense of them crawling out from the ground. Like, yeah, I the, just, I don't love it. It doesn't. If Derry, you know, as a character, where does it go from there? It just, it's destroyed. You know, see, good. Know. I'm happy that that we're having a little disagreement here because I think that's the way it needs to end. Is with the city crumbling? Yeah, because that's that's the villain. The city's the villain. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's so the, it. the streets crumbling. Cool. That's it. So how? Like that's it. It's gotta. That's how you clean out your past. That's how you clean out all these awful people. It's just the city's gotta go. It's unfortunate, but you know. Okay. Any other thoughts on the nineties? Uh, the nineties miniseries. Misses. Do we have other misses? Obviously, just, the spider is horrific. Just, I just think they they. Uh, the spider is couldn't be brutal. Worse. But they've admitted like there's a, actually a documentary on it. And they've admitted like they ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> like we have to make a spider. What the fuck. I just think they maybe they relied a little bit too on the jump scares that that's also, not what the also, book was about. It's also a, a network television miniseries. Right. This isn't you know this isn't Schindler's List. You know it's, I know you told me to watch this <laughs> and you told me to like have opinions. Come on, ten on years from now, twenty seven years from now, I was you to come back to me. And go the, the miniseries. It's all about the miniseries. Nah, man. I just I just didn't. It just felt dated to me. And again, this could. This could totally be uh, uh, a nostalgia. Like I just, I don't have a experience with it. Yeah, you know. Joey, can you end that on a positive note? Can it- you know, I think it's such an interesting way to go about it, doing a miniseries, and to get Pennywise so right on a 1990s ABC thing that played on like two Tuesday nights in a row. I think is really impressive. I, I think the first part is so strong. The adults are tough, but man, I think they got the kids so right. It, it, I mean, it's arguably Tim Curry's. That's that could be on his tombstone, like right. Oh, uh, he was oh, so good. Hold on, yeah, we really didn't so go good. into the adults. We didn't really go into the adults so much. The adults are bad. But adult Bill is so like bad, like man. it looks like the kid. That's where I like that they did it. But did that's a bad actor. Awful. That's a bad actor. And Bill's way too important to botch that much. Yeah, I, I I actually do think Bev is is okay. Adult Eddie is terrible. Do we know? Do we know what Adult Eddie is uh, is connected to in the BBC world? Mm. Oh, he's in Chariots of Fire. He's one. 
yeah. he's one of the racers and it's a fire. No wonder he had no chemistry. <laughs> you know, they and I think the other thing is like John Ritter, who's such like a great character, gets completely muted in this. Yeah, we love John Ritter. I mean, who, oh man, of course. Oh, I, 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 um, so one of the things in the in the making of is it is that you know him and and the kid kind of had a, a connection where they're like, all right, all of our counterparts look like each other, and we're like source material, like we're the two that aren't supposed to. So they had this thing where they rubbed their face, okay, and like the the kid and the and the adult both rubbed their face, Perfect, like, yeah, and that yeah. was like that was their connection. That they okay, had. I like that. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, because all of the others sort of kind of look like each other a little bit you know yeah, i think they did the best uh, with I actually, beverly i actually hate hate adult richie in the in the uh, he I, he drives me nuts in the, oh ha- yeah. oh are you talking about harry anderson the night court yeah. guy yeah 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 oh, i think he stinks oh, he stinks oh, <laughs> oh. Aha, aha. I, do, I do love that scene with I, Penny was it's just it's like into liking Richie the character. Yeah, Harry Anderson's terrible. Because yeah. this miniseries is like, terrible. For, like, yeah. Terrible. I do think Beverly... I like adult Beverly. Yes, agreed. Okay, agreed. yeah. Uh, I'm yeah, okay with that. I like adult that. Beverly. Yeah, I'm okay love with adult, that I love and, and I love John Ritter. You're never, you're never going to get me to totally. say a negative thing about John Ritter. John totally. Ritter is a, is a fucking saint. Yep, love John Ritter. Yes. Yeah. And his last movie was the greatest movie ever made, which is Bad Santa. Hey. Okay, uh, which we should be doing for Christmas this year. That we're not. Maybe, maybe I'm sorry. That was my first 2023. First suggestion of mine. 2023, maybe. I'm sorry to rip but, on Jonathan Brandis, but you know, hey, hey, so like, hey, you like to did, rip on dead people. That's okay. Yeah, you know what? Um, this was too. This was not his best work, and that's like a tough thing to say about somebody who's in like ladybugs and sidekicks. sidekicks. Um, and I kind of think it is his best work. <laughs> I, <laughs> I very much like him in this. I think that is. I think this is. I think Jonathan work. Brandis is really good in this. I like him so much. You didn't think he was too whiny? No, to no, I think it worked. I, it worked for me. I too. think he fit for like a fifties bill. It worked. Like for I me think too. it worked. All right, we are headed yeah. to twenty seventeen. Seven years later, from unbelievable version, yes, yes, they did that. They timed that perfectly. Andy Michietti is the director. Was going to be the director of, of True Detective. Was going to take over, but they 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 went the Andy Michietti route. This is good stuff here, guys. The 2017. This was kind of a, a bit of a, a revival of Stephen King, in in a sense. It kind of really uh, got into the mix here with this 2017. It. I saw this on opening weekend with a crew of friends. Is there was a there was a whole bunch of us. We we went sort of at the Broadway Mall, and um, man. I mean, it delivered. I knew nothing of it going into it. That opening scene, I just have such a cool. memorable example Such a great of it. opening scene. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it opening night. Both of you guys see it in theaters? Opening oh, night. 
No, you, see you didn't no. see it there. When, when did you see it? Did you see it? Right, just, like probably on demand. Like yeah, just on demand. Yeah. 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 Let's talk hits on this one. Like what, what worked the best for you? Oz, I'll let you go first. Well, I'll just I'll just piggyback on like Rip and uh, Brandis. I think the, this was just an incredible uh, the performance for Bill. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I think he just got that kid's guilt. great. I think he got guilt and angst. Just he just nailed it for like a twelve year old kid is unbelievable, unbelievable. Joey, expand upon that if you can, because I, I have some conflicted feelings. Oh, I, I'm, I'm a big fan because I think they're, you know, they're the same, but I think. This bill is a much more nuanced movie bill. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and I think they really let him go a little bit further and they get more into how he's neglected. And I think we learn so much more about him and um, why he is the way he is. Yeah, there's a um, they, there's a uh, an intuitiveness to this one where it's, you know, he there's a he's he's not He's not like a like your your leader who's just this outspoken I'm going to constantly like you know, extrovert. He's not extrovert at all. He's very introverted, and uh, yeah, it's 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 played by uh, Jaden Martell. I do appreciate this interpretation of it. I just don't know that he's my favorite portrayal in the movie. Like, it's just not really? like. Yeah, I, I just I think some of the others, some of the others kind of worked for me a little. Oh, you mean you, uh, as far as compared some of the to, losers? Okay. Yeah, some of the losers yeah, worked yeah, yeah, a, a little yeah. bit better here. I mean, they they nailed this cast they did Fucking the man. casting is and let's go with to me the biggest hit was finn, was finn wolfhard yeah as richie oh my god really well no no i mean honestly the i'm sorry the biggest hit for me i said it before is 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 eddie you know is, is eddie jack dylan glade razor is eddie i mean the kids that, are, that the is kids are fucking there was like no no and, and finn is great yeah and finn is great and and he's but he's like the he's like the 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 candy corn, great. Like he's like, like but like the the most nuance to the character in the source material was Eddie. I mean, it, it that elevated the character from the book, and it became this 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 funny, quirky character. And you know, we'll get to chapter two because I fucking love the portrayal of him in, in chapter two too. <laughs> they, look, it's, 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 they look yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah, and great wire vibes in that too. But yeah, no, it, this. The connection of the casting with with this crew of losers is just awesome. really phenomenal. Yeah, yeah I think you know, what I, what I said before, it's you know, like you just kind of buy that they're all friends immediately. The chemistry's yeah. through the roof. Six of them, anyway. You know, like the the Mike thing. I'm a little wishy washy on, but you know, between you know, well, Richie and Richie, Eddie, Bill. Ben, you're like, no, oh, this you're this good. cast of losers is incredible, and yeah. They, yeah. and and the kids all really got along really well on set, and it, which it, really it, you helps. Can tell. It works. The chemistry's through the roof. It's yeah. crazy. I love that they like full court pressed Oscar campaigns for this movie. Did you know that? Yes, yeah, it's they, like they, they they wanted Sophia Lillis as supporting actress. Yeah. for 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 Bev in this. Yeah. Like, oh, they, they, they went did. full so force. Good, they went so full good. force. I love campaign it. And she was awesome. Yeah. She was is great, and and in in my opinion, is just a mega hit for this movie. She's great. She's she great. She she adds a great interpretation on Bev, because I do think Bev is the strongest character of all the losers in the source material. She's endured the most. Yes. She and and I think well, you really yeah. kind of need you kind of need to have a character that's a little stronger, a little older than the others, in in she's, in their embodiment. Yeah, she's great. She knocks it out of the park. I yeah, and I, I I think the the way they did this movie agrees with you 
uh, because she was definitely the strongest portrayal in this. Well, that opening scene yeah. of just her sitting there and just bringing the backpack up when she knows that the sludge yeah, is yeah. coming out of the garbage can. Like that's she's just smart. Like, she's strong. So confident. Yeah, she's been through it. The connection with Ben in this. How do you think that that works in this? I do love that scene with the yearbook and the the two of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ben overall depends on how you how important do you think his like obsession with the food in the book is is that important to the because I, I ultimately say no uh, no I, I don't I don't think you need to get into that in a movie like uh, when, when you're when talking about a we're talking about a, a two hour plus movie I don't think we need to yeah because yeah. they they totally cut that out you know I think it's fine and I I, I think they they leaned into a little bit more of the uh, Ben and uh, Bev in the uh, part one than they did in the source material I might be Wrong on that. Um, they leaned in a little bit more, as far as Bev being interested in Ben. I don't think. I do you think that that in chapter one they show Bev being interested in? I, I think that she's just she's interacting with him. I, yeah. I, yeah. I I think. I don't man. I don't. I think in the source material, it's it's laid down that there's a that there's a an underlying connection from from the start. Okay. I, I, I do get No, she no, she she's of course she's attracted to Bill. Bill is the yeah. the leader and, you know, he's, yeah. he's the he's the he's the guy that you would be attracted to. Sure. But yeah. um but no, I do I do think that the that the layers of the 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 movie does that new kids on the block kind of exchange. Like they add a lot to it, which is so much fun and it's so, so much, funny. Yeah. And I love the, the scene of them in the room with the oh, when she shuts the door, she shuts the door. Yeah, that's yeah. so good, so good. Yeah. And I, I think they get Ben pretty right in the, in the 2017 version. I do. I don't love that they give him the historian historian version. I agree. That they take so much away from it Mike. Destroys Mike in the first. It destroys one. it destroys Mike in both movies. To be honest, like that the Mike that character was, is completely neutered. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely yeah. neutered. He's useless in the first one, except for the the rock fight. He's just there just to be the they, guy they in the second him. one. Yeah. And honestly, even in, he's even kind of neutered in the second one because of the first one. That's so, what. Yeah. I said I liked Mike in the miniseries. I love Michael Mises. Because of my order of watching, that was last. Yeah. They did the miniseries so much better. With Mike. With yeah. Mike. Yeah, they I mean, they yeah, took away the history. There was no him. reason well, let's talk misses. Let's talk misses in the 2017 yeah, one. Mike because Mike, Mike is the biggest Mike miss. Was, Mike, yeah, was Mike is miss. the biggest miss. Mike was and, it. And that bleeds into the second one, too. Yeah. Other big misses with you, with, with, with the 2017 one? Uh, I just don't like that they completely... No, maybe not completely is the right word, but... Just like put the get the sewers involved. Let's get the sewers going. Yeah, you, know, you have climbed down the well there in the last. And the Hofstadter dies. So like, all right, Hofstadter. So, so in the oh night, yeah, right, the Hofstadter. Yeah, yeah, that's where Hofstadter dies. So, all right, just, so but they it, don't do the barons at all though. Like, like they don't really do yeah. the barons. No. Yeah. In the in the '90s version, I understand why they got why they got to kind of you can't do the big extravagant sewer scene and everything. But I think in in 2017 you could. You could break. You could do the dam, you know. You could yeah. do the importance of the underground and the water and everything, and they just didn't do it. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I got one of the big misses for me with the movie, and it's while the chemistry of the of the crew is so great, I just the, there's there's some individual one on one interaction that I'd like to have mm. between the characters, and I think the book does that so well. Like the book gives you. The book gives you Bill and Eddie together. The book gives you Bill and Mike together. 
honestly, the 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 '90s miniseries gives you Bill and Mike as adults, like kind of with the bike and yeah. like doing the thing, doing like, silver. They, they, yeah, it's important to to show that the one on one friendship amidst the group friendship. And yes, they nail the group friendship mm-hmm. in the new one. But I just I'd like to see Bev and Eddie. I'd like to see Bev. And Rich and like Richie basically is like spiting Bev a lot of the movie and like I don't I don't think that that's in the source material like yeah they're, I don't, they're, they're I don't, the losers are supposed to be yeah. all together so I'm like oh who's this girl coming with like uh, that's such a movie trope yeah, like, yeah. come on with that like I, I don't disagree with you I think they just had like to excuse it they had like an hour and a half and they were like all right. We're just gonna rely on. I don't love the split. I don't love the split in the movie. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. The source material. It, it's so like eighties movie trope of what, like. What do you mean? When when he's like fuck you, Bill, and they oh, all. Oh like, yeah, that doesn't yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I, I it makes sense in the context of the movie, but it doesn't make sense in the context of the source material for me. And I I don't I don't love that. I just personally don't love that. That's that's the part of the movie I like the least. Yeah, they kind of manufactured some tension between the between, yeah the conflict yeah. of the crew yeah like they split and they bill and richie and that's and so them. much to just kind of pay off in the second one of like well we weren't together the whole time when they remembered it and that's they recover they recover nicely with that yeah they recover nice with it i'll tell you you know i love sights and sounds the cliff and the and the the cliff oh and yeah the water, the like, jumping and again that's oh, something that's great. not in the source material so that was they well, I they came up with that i think that's that was great. their replacement for the big for the gang bands. bang, yeah, you know. Uh, well, no, right. that was the yes, <laughs> yeah, correct, yeah. correct, yeah, that was correct. The yeah, like, all right, let's. You're right. We're gonna. Yeah, and so, so maybe in the '90s miniseries, they did the, they did the uh, the inhaler the and and yeah. them kind of and and Bev kind of connecting with them each, each other because I I think Bev in the '90s miniseries actually is is pretty weak. You know, I I think we needed a stronger character there. As that. a kid, she just sort of is. Yeah, and and I think that the Bev character needs to be strong. I agree. It needs to be strong. Oh, and they, sure. and they, boy, did they crush it with uh, Sophia Wilson. This, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, another a hit. I love the like the blood oath at the end in holding hands. They I do think it. that's so strong. <laughs> kind of graphic. I mean, they really Very. cut that. They, oh my God. Jeez. They needed to show that this would be a scar. It can't just be yeah. shallow. But I love that so much. Um, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. That. I, uh, all that goes into just like kind of desexualizing the unimportant part. Like they well, I, that well that is in the but the the cutting of the wrists is in the or not the wrists the cutting of the hands is in the book. So, ooh, okay, yeah, they do cut yeah. the yeah they cut the coke bottle. They that take just, the coke bottle and cut the hands. That's, so that's just, they're not. That's just okay. fully like instead of after the Pennywise stuff, that's how they reunite and they yeah, really that's play the, it that's off the promise. Yeah. That's the right, promise. Right, yeah, and that's yeah. the scar they have in the hands yeah. as they go. Yeah. But but that's why the 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 orgy is so unnecessary. Um, right. Yeah. You know, I think another hit is probably the most impossible thing in this movie is Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Yes, I was good. waiting for it. I was waiting. He was for in, it. he had an impossible. He did great. He is scary. He could do that freaking thing with his eyes somehow on his own. He was like a different good than Tim Curry, yes. too. It well, was, he was, was smart enough to be a yeah. way creepier version and yeah. way less like uh, I think it's an absolute hit. And me too. It's, it's fantastic. It's me too. fantastic. I love it so much. And it's so like it, it it's one of the, just one of those retrospective things where it's so quick to say, like, oh yeah, it's great. It's like, yeah, but 
how about how bad it could have been? And we've all known Tim Curry as Pennywise. Like you're Amazing. you're reprising a, a, iconic an iconic role. role. Yeah, he, that could have gone wrong more ways. And the fact that he was able to take that, make it his own, make it excellent, and not be you know be a separate thing than Tim Curry's is a really impressive job by Skarsgård. Yeah, can I do a a, a, a trio a trio hit? Gonna go a, yes. a triple headed hit here. Nicholas Hamilton as Henry Bowers, oh, yeah. Owen Teague as Patrick Hockstetter, and the apocalyptic rock. Yeah, fight. I yeah. mean the the bullies in this movie fucking crush it, dude. The Owen Teague is is a legend, by the way. He's a anyone who's watched Netflix Bloodline, you know Owen Teague plays the, the son of Danny in that. He's also in the the um the the kind of redone version of the stand crushes it as Patrick, Patrick Hostetter. I mean, they obviously don't embody the the character that Patrick Hostetter is, I think for probably for the best. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think we all agree that maybe that, that should not be included in any of this. But I love that. I had the Henry Bowers character totally works for me, totally works for me in this. He he plays this, the psychopathic, sociopathic thing that has to, that has to do with, I, I like the, the scene with him and his dad. Oh, man. They get it right. I mean, it, it's it's one of those where you watch it, for me at least, you watch it the first time, you're like, this is over the top. But like, if you've been around the source material, you'll see it again. It's like, this character needs to be fucking erratic. It needs to be this erratic fucking crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Like, when he pulls you that knife out on the bridge. Yeah. yeah, when he pulls that knife on the bridge, like, you're supposed to be like, dude, what the fuck? You're not supposed to do this. No one, no one, this is, this is unrealistic. But Victor, Chris, and Belch do that too in right. the in the in the book. They're like, "Whoa, dude, Henry, what the fuck? Like, this is weird." And I love the knife is like a totem for him. Yeah, I think yeah. it's just such a cool way of keeping yeah, him focused I, in insanity. I think young Henry Bowers is nailed. I agree, he's, he's nailed oh. in this. Yeah, and the apocalyptic rock fight with so good Anthrax, antisocial playing, great song choice. Fucking killer. It's such a good payoff when Ben gets mad in that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. Love it. Love it. And it's so well written in the book, too. Oh, it's, it's a, just so well written. That's the best part of the book, I think. Well, the, I think that's my favorite. Like, Is it Apocalypse Rock Fight? Mike yeah. running from them, leading into Mike meeting the losers, leading yeah. into the, uh, the rock fight. Is- they don't get Mike right. They just in the source materials, they, act, they really don't. They really the, don't. What, I don't think they do in any of them, dude. Because Mike is the Mike is the is the, is he's the narrator of the whole story. I like Mike in the miniseries. I think they do. You like him in the miniseries. I really yeah. do. Yeah, I like him better in the miniseries than he's yeah. best in the source material. But something else that I think, you know, as much as I talked about how one of the hits in the other one was um, the blood and gore, the bathroom scene in Beverly and the blood, I just think is a really cool horror movie scene. Are oh, you talking about in the, in the Chapter two? No, no. In one, when she's just bathed in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and 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 leading into the cleanup scene, which is a great scene great. in the book, and them doing the cure song, the seven yep. different ways into. Oh, I mean, just. I mean, the music is is the music in in it twenty seventeen is just fantastic. Yeah. Ending of of chapter chapter one. I don't think it's I don't think it's terrible. I really don't. No, but, I think it's fine. I think it works. I don't like. Beverly getting 
caught with the deadlights. The 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 damsel in distress stuff with Beverly. It's is not terrible. Beverly. It's actually terrible. No, I I know they did it to take out Audra, but there had to be another way around it. I hated Beverly in the deadlights. Totally agree. Totally agree, Joe. I, I think my 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 two biggest complaints about chapter one are that the clumsy split between the crew. And the damsel in distress. The damsel yeah, I, in distress with her. It's actually that. really bad. Yeah, I don't like it. I hated it. So yeah. I'm happy we saw the deadlights, but I hate that it was Beverly. It was just a way out, right? I mean, yeah. that, that was their way out yeah. without adding the adding Audra and just yeah, trying to. You get, should do get the deadlights with Stan. Yep. Is what it yeah. should be. You do the deadlights with Stan. Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah, sorry. Right. Yep. No reason to do that. But it didn't make yeah, sense right with there. Beverly. Stan's the easiest one. Also, I want to do a major miss in the whole Stan's whole CGI painting stuff does not work for me. And and I'm I'm a lover of the standpipe and the birds and the whole like do that. That the painting coming to life in this terrible CGI. That, I hate that. I hate that. I was okay. Yeah, with I that. really did. I don't know. Ugh. I don't have a complaint about that. I hate that. I hate it. I mean, I don't hate CGI in a total fiction scenario you know yeah but i don't know that the painting coming to life is what i'm talking about i'm, I'm not i'm not into that i'm not, I, I i didn't i didn't find that as scary I didn't find this creepy yeah, I, I don't have an issue with that though yeah okay i i, I didn't i didn't love that and and a part of me is, is like i love stan's stan pipe yeah no i get watching that. thing like dudes they could have done that they could have done that would have worked okay yeah. so chapter two we ready let's Here we go, go. So I just want to, I guess I guess I have to ask a general question. Did you guys enjoy chapter two? What are your thoughts on chapter two? Oz, I want to start with you. Yes, I did. I, I enjoyed it. I think the um, them meeting back up and the uh, restaurant scene were, uh, I was really engaged into, in that. Uh, again, the casting was amazing. It was a little, it was a little long. The it was movie a little itself, bloated. like what is it? What yeah, like it was a little bloated. It's a three-hour movie, uh, ish. Like, yeah. you know, I, I don't, I don't know if they are you like are I don't you think a, the last hour was was needed. Like what, uh, last hour and a half was like, eh. Yeah. You know. On a Rotten Tomatoes scale, like what 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 oh, number are you giving it here? Meaning, do I one give to one hundred? Like oh, what? Like, Jesus, man. <laughs> I don't is know. it a sixty percent? Is it an eighty percent? Is it a ninety percent? Was it? I mean, it's like a. 65 percent oh god that's low wow um so i i think i'm generally higher than this movie than most i'm i don't like as much as one but i love this movie i think it does a lot of really i love the beginning like i said i think the casting and the chemistry of the adults is fucking fantastic and works it's believable from the first one where i believe these kids turned into these people and like it's the same chemistry which 
as we saw in the first, could be an utter failure. So the fact yeah. that they nailed it is a really great job. And I think Skarsgård goes out of his mind and is so unbelievable in this. Dude, there's no doubt about that. That is, yeah, he that freaks. Is, and they give him some room to run in this one. Yeah, so in the first one, you know, he was great. This but one, very, he, but they didn't, he didn't have a lot of room to no, he had, do He said stuff. four lines. Yeah. That scene where he's on top of the statue and like walking over with the balloons is fucking twisted How and about he's him so putting good the pain on well that's, have all me, uh, that's creepy unbelievable oh my God. joe we're 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 locked in on chapter two i love this okay so my my experience of watching chapter two in theater couldn't be any different do you remember when two. i saw it i don't know <laughs> i harassed you talking about it nonstop till like 3 a.m before i saw it no, after you saw it. After I saw it. Yeah, oh, no, no, I, I, I saw it, and then when you saw it, you told me, and I just like texted oh, you. Oh, yeah, night. yeah, okay. All right, so so when I saw chapter one, I saw it with this large group of friends in opening night. This, so I saw chapter two in opening night by myself. Me too. I literally, yeah, in the afternoon it was the first showing around. It was uh, I went by myself, first showing in 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 my town, and I watched it, and man, you know. I loved it because of the source material end of it and the, the the reverence that it held toward the source material. And I'm like, this is like fan servicing and this and that. But I knew that people weren't going to like it. And I, I just knew it just based on the length and, and the content. I'm like, this is not going to be a hit. And of course, it's a hit based on box office. It's like it got a lot of people to come out to that. Revisiting it, I haven't seen it since preparing for this. Oh, okay. Ooh. And man... I fucking loved. I loved every second of it, dude. I I actually think that this movie's underrated. I think this movie rocks, dude. I really oh, do. Cool. You like yeah, it better no, than one? I no, no, uh. no. I don't like it better than one. No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not getting, I'm not getting that hot with my takes here. But no, I I actually do think that this is a pretty strong. This is a pretty strong sequel to this, and it has its flaws. It has its flaws, but I, I dug it. I totally dug it. Me too. And I think one of the reasons why it's so strong is starting with Adrian. Because I think in the book, yeah, I fucking love that in the book. Such a good, uncomfortable way to start this movie and get you into a really fucked up place instead of... You know, the miniseries where it's like, oh, another kid died that we don't really see. Or, you know, it's now it's something so visceral. And talking about Derry as a character where it's just every, you know, turning and just can't get out of it. And, you know, Adrian, like him and the boyfriend looking at each other trying to get out of it. And, un- oh, I think they the, film it in the water. So fucking cool. The Adrian Mellon scene in the book is one of the best written segments of the entire book. It really is. 100%. It's 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 so it is it's it lays the table for the entire 1200 page story yeah. that's ahead of it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's very and, important. And daring to adapt it after it hadn't been done before that was incredible to me. And and the coolest part about it is is that as it's written it's done in 86. And here we are in 2017 and we're kind of have to do it in modern day and man it fucking works. I love the shit out of it. And and the the the, the river scene as you said Joey <sighs> just just kind of drowning in there and and, and the Pennywise on the it. side. It's yeah, but man, one of the greatest parts about that segment in the book to me is is the legal system. Yeah, now the legal system is like, oh, 
a suspended sentence and yep. like we're not really going to punish these guys because there's an uncertainty to that goes into the dairy being yep. the villain and, and this and that but yeah no to- totally agree with it they didn't no. they didn't dip into the legal system in in the movie though no, they no. didn't. Yeah, they, didn't. they just yeah. kind of, yeah, they didn't. you yeah. know, which I agree. That was like one of the better part of the books. And they kind of like, they, we you got to pick your spot. You but I want to throw out a major hit in a chapter two. The poor little girl with the, the mole on her face. Oh, my uh, God. And and she gets the, Adrian Mellon gives her yep. the, gives her the, 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 and but that, that scene, which is totally new to the series. So it's totally right. not in the book. It's totally creative. Oh boy, is that a winner? That's a that scene is a winner. Great, and it's such yeah, a... yeah. Oh and, my god! And I feel like even the people who hate it, chapter two, they go except for that one scene though, under the bleachers. That was fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's a um. Oh, they don't like me. Oh, they don't like me. <laughs> just the ca- just like the candle pop. Nobody wants to talk to Pennywise. Oh. Like, I was like, oh god, Scarsgard going felt a little bad for him. Scarsgard going full on deranged. Yeah, it was. It, he really went strong. in. That that opening restaurant scene's amazing. It really is. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I love that. that. That's like one of my hits. That whole that whole scene. Because it kind of it kind of stinks in the '90s version. Oh, I, yeah, I don't like it. But they I will it. say, but I will say though that I I kind of dug the practical effects in the '90s version a little better than some of the CGI in the in the new one. <sighs> like the egg, like the the the, the broken. Bro- I I'll take a '90s like dying bird egg <laughs> better than the the CGI like flying bat. Man, I just in 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 the chapter two. Like I want to be in that room, in the room with them, drinking beers and eating Chinese food. In one, in the mini series, I'd be taking a nap in the corner. It's the dullest yeah. fucking thing ever. Yeah, but Bill Hader is. Oh, Bill Hader, he's just, on fire in this movie, and it's a good cast. It's and great Finn, Finn Wolfhard, and and honestly, Finn Wolfhard suggested it. Is that true? Yeah, and uh, and Hader was so like blown away by it and then he took it, and, and it's honestly, I, I really think it's a truly great performance. I really do. Like I agree. he's. Haters it's, the man. It's an it's it's a genuine performance. It's a heartfelt performance. I I think it's probably the best Bill Hader we've ever seen. I haven't seen Barry though, so I, I haven't really watched Barry that. either. Yeah, yeah. Um, another big hit in, in Chapter Two that I I was hoping they did right because the miniseries gets it very wrong. Um, later on, when we see Stanley's head when all the losers see Stanley's head in the mini series, yes. they do adult Stanley who we have no relationship with. Mm. And in chapter two, yes, they, they do kick, child yeah. Stanley who we have this relationship 1, with thousand percent. Talk Joe. about Good hitting call. the mark. Holy shit. And how about hearken some thoughts from a previous horror yeah. from the thing. So they yes. take that. They take, they take, they take a scene from the thing they put young Stanley's head on the spider, dude. That's a great hit right there. That's a great. I it was so hit. important, Joe. That's a fucking fire hit right there. Why are you putting adult? Stanley's we have no relationship head with, with the mustache. Yeah. You have no. You nailed it. Nailed if you're it. not paying attention, you just think that's a generic guy's head. Yeah, and I, you know, in in the book, it's Stanley's head. I don't. 
I don't think they specify if it's his adult head or his child. They head just say Stanley's head. Yeah, they just Ooh. Stanley's head. Yeah. So, but you're right though. Why would it be the adult head? It makes it no sense. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Can we talk about? Oh, 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 I just I kind of like the like some of the Easter <laughs> eggs they dropped in two because they couldn't. You can't like fully make put the book on screen, right? So they just did like the newspaper clippings, the the Paul Bunyan stuff, the Silver Slug. The, you know, like they, I think they did a good job. They paid reverence. They they yeah, understood the they source. Were like, material. We can't, we can we can't put the exact source right. material on screen. So we're gonna try to do our best to just. And they like, did a really good job. Yeah, I agree. I think that was the best, the better part of of it, chapter one and two, the movies, as opposed to the. Uh, to the miniseries as well. As much as I don't love the drugging scene, I love that it oh, connects. the ritual yeah. of Chewed. Right, chewed. but I love that it connects with the ending of the book. So at least like it, it acknowledges that there is this ritual. It, let, it gets you into it. Maybe that could have been done a little bit better, but I like that it was done. Yeah, so I have to bring up the clubhouse because they, they bring back the clubhouse, yeah. which is a major part of the book. Yeah. Like the, the, and, and so... Essentially, they use a little bit of the uh, a little bit of the uh, the Irishman face aging. Yeah. So, like, so they have the kids. So, some of the kids looked exactly the same. Other, like, I, I think like Richie and Eddie didn't. So, they had to to do that a little bit. So, if you're watching the the it chapter two with the kids, it's like, yes, there was some CGI to their faces and and kind of that some of that um the Joe Pesci like, <laughs> making Joe Pesci look like he was 45 again. It's funny, like while I was watching it live like in in like in theaters i never thought of a second of that me neither as i as i was watching it this time i'm like wait a minute this doesn't make sense and i had to like research a little bit and figure it out but i love that they went back to the tree house i thought the, that was the, very the, important to get, get get underneath and do that and it, it 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 fleshes out the ben character in a really great way so let's talk about how awesome Jessica Chastain is in everything. Yeah. Oh, we haven't brought off Jessica Chastain. I've been trying to like restrain myself because I feel like on the Oscars preview app, I was a little, little yeah, wild Jessica, with the Jessica, Jessica Chastain restraining love. order against you. Jessica Chastain is incredible. All right, all right, all right. Come on, Joe. One, it's unbelievable casting. And again, the actress Sophia Lillis suggested her, um, nailed it. And wow. some of her scenes, like the stuff with her and Ben Lost. Oh, it's so good, and she's so. While the old lady scene isn't the best thing, her yeah, in it is amazing. Okay, so I I want to I want to get into this with the. But the she's old great in that scene because I don't. Yeah, she is. Yes, she is. She's fantastic in that scene. This is where they got it wrong. All right, so so the tension is the is the issue. They rush scenes. it. So in the '90s version, they just it's just it's very quick with it. It's like you, you get in there. Hey, we're here, and then all of a sudden the old lady is creepy, and then we're done. Like, no, but the point of that scene is is that, like, you walk into this old place, and there's nothing wrong, and then gradually, slowly, shit seems to go wrong. So the the, the problem with the 90s version is is that they just did it very quickly. They just don't do it. Was it. Just yeah. like, it was just, it was fine, and then it went wrong. Yeah. They missed the point of it. Now, though. with the chapter two version... Which is kind of like there were some cool, creepy shit they did in there. Like, I, I, I like I did, it. I did appreciate yeah. it. However, they told you right away. And the, the problem is, is they told you right away. Yes. They didn't let you the figure shit's it out. Wrong. They didn't the let shit's you figure wrong. it out. I do want to give credit in this. Is, is that the problem with the 90s version 
was is is that what the book calls the uh, I forget what the terminology uses, but basically them going back to check out what they got to do. Right to get there, like um, the Bev one needs to be first. It has to be first. You have to go Beverly first because it needs to get creepy first. Right in the old version, they go, they do all the other losers, and they do Beverly with the old lady. Beverly old lady needs to be. It needs to be the two of them first. That's it. They get that. In it, chapter two, it's her and Beverly first. But Beverly meets the old lady at the, at the door, and immediately she does it. Like we we learn that she's creepy. To you don't build into it. No, you got to build. You got to build right into it. But Jessica Chastain is perfect in that scene. Yeah, she is. She is. She is. And I love her rocking into it's the great. into the door and, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, grabbing her for uh, for a project like this is uh, that's Huge. an overshoot. Huge. You know, right? Yeah. She's an Oscar winner now. Yeah. Hell yeah. Such a babe to such a babe. Was she not? She wasn't an Oscar winner at the time? No. She no. Was just just, a, just no. one for Eyes of Tammy Faye. You know, I just, I, I think it chapter two. Well, let's talk. Just, can we talk about the end of it? Oz, you waited to talk about the end. Let's talk about the end of it. Let's, this is it. This is it. This is, this is it. This is it. Look, Stephen King is in it chapter two. Complaining about his own end. That he can't end. Yeah. I mean, it's. How do you end this thing? I actually think Stephen King crushes it in this. I think he's great. As just a dismissive... He was like the self-aware... Uh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that was great. Yeah, was I didn't great. like the ending. Yeah, yeah. you don't need to decide. But like yeah. McAvoy is just so good as just the... McAvoy is incredible. We have, we, have, we actually didn't even talk about I fucking about love McAvoy. McAvoy. Yeah. Ziggy in the Wire, Oz. Am I gonna... Ziggy in the Wire, yeah. He's fucking yeah. great in this he's, movie. Yeah. Dude, he's, he embodies Eddie perfectly. It's incredible. It's 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 pretty. I'm and pretty the same actress for the mom and then the wife is brilliant. Yeah, the, that's right. That's right. Really, because he married. His... I gotta say, a, a huge miss for me. Ben, adult Ben is no bueno for me. It's it, not good. It's not good. Why? Because he's too. Nah, he just doesn't work for me, man. He doesn't like the actor. Doesn't work. Like I, I get he d- does kind of look like the kid. Like I, like the eyebrows and all that. I don't. I'm not connected to the characters. It's just poor acting. If I'm if I'm gonna if, if I'm gonna be frank with it, I don't think he's a good actor. I think okay. he's a poor actor. Right. I mean, yes, I agree with you, but I don't know if it's because he's not a good actor or if it's because he has McAvoy, Chastain, Hater. I essentially agree with you. I just don't know that I'm ready to commit to it. I gave him I against. gave him some benefit of the doubt in this viewing and like He does have chemistry though with them. I love the but, but that's the thing is like I do love the script. I love the script. I love the I love the connection between the two of them like but I just I wanted more to that actor, man. Do you, I, I I don't I I think he he does the uh successful but still unhappy kind of kind of thing, okay? I think, uh, I like he's I think I, maybe I just love the characters too much that I just yeah, uh, that, that that generic like like good-looking eyebrow actor is going to the work adult me. character su- is supposed to be I have it all but I'm I still have something missing kind of thing and I think he does that okay yeah yeah I, don't know. yeah, it, it, I guess maybe it just didn't work for yeah. me yeah. I don't know but ending wise I mean what are you gonna what are you gonna say like you gotta you gotta pull the heart the out spider, of the spider let's go with the spider yeah, like, let's go that's it it's like you don't know how to end it let's put a spider in there and, and i know. actually want to say i love that they brought mike into the sewers in the in yes. chapter two i do too it's mm. is an, it, it was always annoying to me that, that he was he, out that he died. was out yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, was out. I liked him in there you know i, I think adult henry bowers sucks in yes. general like it sucks in all versions of it like, yes 
Although I do kind of love that Rottweiler face that eats the guard. Like that's it's kind of horrifying. It's like, it, is, it is pretty it's like, horrifying. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. The, the endings are. I think he admits that he doesn't have the best end. It's all McAvoy's entire character. Thing. Yeah. How do you... you know, I don't hate the... I very much dislike the ending of the miniseries. Like, the end of the miniseries. Like, the spider. I don't hate the endings of one or two. Are they great endings? No. It's just kind of about moving on. Right? Yeah. And like, ditching the baggage you have and moving on. And, like, they did it with a spider. Right. Like, that's. I think the know. spider's crazy looking. Yeah, I it's guess. It's fun. Yeah. Belittling it till it shrinks. Is I, I actually hate this whole spider shit to begin with. I, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't like embodying it as a spider. I hate that. I, I, I wish that that didn't exist. I, I, I wish that the... It just, it stinks. You're like, okay. oh, what's the ritual of the chud? What is it? What is it? Oh, the ritual just... of chewed. The ritual of chewed is us getting together for Best Picture Cast and yeah. <laughs> and cracking a bunch of beers and bringing a bottle of Four Roses. That's better than like that pulling, is the ritual of pulling the legs off a spider. No, right. Yeah, but like, you know, what? Uh, God, I just yeah. hate that spider aspect of it. Like, yeah. it, it just, it's so fucking creepier if it's like this immortal alien who's just going I don't want him to be a spider laying eggs like yes. I, I've always hated that you want it to be an entity that makes you face your fears like, right that's what, yeah. that's what the whole yeah. point of the story is and you know that was just a that's what it is. spider you know what you're getting into sometimes it's Stephen King and it's not always the best of endings no it's honest. never the, <laughs> hey never end, the best endings way. are tough yeah. Although, Kieran, you like the ending of uh, of eleven twenty two sixty three. Oh, I think it's the greatest. We fought, we fought about this ending a b- bunch of times. I think it's the greatest ending that Stephen King has ever okay. come up with. Yeah. You didn't like. You didn't cry during that. I was. Just, I. I don't think that was the proper ending. I think. I think it's Stephen King's best ending of ever. Okay. Ever. So please, people out there, read eleven twenty two sixty three. All right, guys. We have I talked know. it. We have gone down into the sewers. We're, we're, I mean, I, I don't know if our ending is better than the ending of the book. We have, Want to do the Twitter questions? Or- Twitter questions? All right. So we're gonna end on Twitter questions here. This is great. Here, let's go. I want to start with our, 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 our good friend, Adam. Our dude. Not, not Adam St. John. We love to. But thousand and one by to- one. Make sure you listen. Yes. yes. Joey is the new host of one thousand and one by one. This yeah. is a different crazy. Adam. Yes, we have a new Adam, Adam Hitchcock. Adam, Adam Hitchcock. Another great Adam. There's great Adams in this podcasting from world. The, he is from the great state of Maine here. Looking forward to this one. I went to college about two minutes from King's Banger home. Wow. So needless to say, 2017's It was the biggest movie I've ever seen at our local theater. Sold out for weeks. What were the crowds like on Long Island for that one? Okay, so, I mean... Go for it. You no, know, yes, the crowds were not surging to the theaters here in Long Island, but uh, no, I, I, I saw I both opening were packed. Yeah, no, packed theaters. Yeah, packed I saw theaters. two yeah. packed theaters. Packed theaters. And he has a follow-up question. Also, I've eaten many times at the Chinese restaurant that is featured in the 2019 version, and <laughs> the food is amazing. If anyone's case wondering, so yeah, get 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 there for that. You can get your your fortune cookies won't necessarily turn into. Yeah, you don't have to. But you could say you're in the same room as Jessica Chastain and James McAvoy. <laughs> That's right. Your your fortune cookies won't necessarily turn into bat wings, and you don't have to slam brains. your chair onto the table. To... <laughs> All right, Zeta Short. Ready? Oh, Zeta. What's up with the fellatial orgy in the novel? <laughs> yeah, I think we covered I don't know, that like, one. I, 
Fellatio, like, it, so. I just well, no. oh Jesus, here we go. I am on record to saying that it should not be. It, is. it should not have. Okay, we got uh, we got David Steele talking about the uh, the the newer versions here. So I love this version, creepy as hell. However, I felt the sequel is about thirty minutes too long. And maybe it was me, but did the romance between the two seem a little contrived? Overall, not a bad entry. I mean, with it being almost 1,500 pages, you need uh, a little bit for part two. So, I, 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 do you think, do you think like the Bev and, and Ben stuff felt contrived? No, I think it works. No, I, I totally felt it worked. The scene where they're both separated and, you know, he's in the clubhouse and, and she's... Her, yeah, and, and I, stall, That's a yeah. great scene. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem Dude, with that. I couldn't believe how well it worked for me this yeah. time around. I really, I really, like, I was I was scared to watch, to be completely honest. Like, is that, I thought, like, it was going to stink. No. I thought it was going to stink. I did job. Is, is part two, 30 minutes too long? Was that, was that one of the questions? Yeah. So, if you're familiar with the book... Yeah, it's probably 30 minutes too long. If you're not, then no, because you don't know who these people are. You know, like yeah. if, you, if you have source material to lean on. Yeah, no, I'm good with the length. You know, honestly, it's I have to say, I got to yeah, be honest, this time around, I was, I think chapter two is, is an unheralded. I think it's, I think it's great. I really do think it's great. I do selfishly want to live in a world where I could watch the movies without reading the book. And then have like a mind eraser and then do it the other way. <laughs> so, you know, like, just so I can figure so out like what I like. All right, so yeah, let's so let's do this. Mike from Cinemas asks, What is the Mount Rushmore for King movies? Me and Joey are gonna refrain until until the misery episode, but I want you to give yours. Okay. Let's go. Okay. What is it? And, and this is this is on screen King movies. Let's go. We'll go Carrie, Shining, Stand by Me. Shawshank. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Cool. We'll hold off. We'll hold off for next time. Guys, we have delved into the sewers. The sewers. This is incredible. Yeah, this, sewers. Is, this is, this is uh, awesome. This, yes, this was great. This is great. It's not who should have won podcast, but we do like to... Oh, no, I'm sorry. We love it. Yeah, we, we, uh, <laughs> 27 years ago, Toy Story wasn't nominated for Best Picture. What a travesty. Pabe was. Yes. Guys, thank you so much. This is great. Thank you for, for humoring me and for, for doing this. This is more than humoring. We deep dove and That's dove it. back. That's it. We did it all. We did it. Justice for Victor Chris. Oh, <laughs> Oz, closing thoughts? It. This is this is how you do horror, I think. You know, it's it's not the it's not the best thing. It's not the best thing that's ever been created. However, you should uh if you're gonna make a horror uh horror movie, horror story, just do the characters first, then do the scares. Don't do the scares first, and don't don't do the underlying like themes and everything. Just make us like make us care about the people, and then go from there. No doubt, no, no. Joey. Closing thoughts. Themes are also important. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're quite important. In I love depth I love of this, movies. I love this. Well, yeah, but like they can't, just, yeah. they can't just be shallow. All right, let's let's, thing, let's go back. That's not they have to last, and they have to mean something, and they have to mean something more than watching once right, so to not survive. What, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying do let's let's care about the let's care about the people first, and then do the themes. Don't like throw random ass themes at the wall and hope it sticks. Let's let's do the let's do the the the. The primary story first, 
and then hit the themes. You need the themes to make the people matter. <laughs> I love how this podcast started with, with, with like <laughs> Oz and Joey. Are like we're we're actually like normally we we're, we disagree, but tonight we're together yeah, and we're ending yeah. with right. fuck you, yeah. god damn it. Yeah. Fuck and you. I'm like I'm like Pennywise like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, let's, let's... Anyway, tune in next week. It's like I'm the crib keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do a 1,400-page story, and let's not care about anything and just throw like every theme in the world at the oh, wall. God. And, okay. and, All right. Well, got. Joey, I love you. Odds, I love you. This has been something. This has been something. Yeah, it's really yeah, this, has. This, yeah, has so, been, this is awesome. This is All of y'all people out there listening, we appreciate you. We have ripped the heart out of the spider. We are. The, the, the streets have crumbled in Massapequa. They really. <laughs> they uh and we are done here yeah. thank you so much please follow rate review all that we will check you next time as far as i know the horror has begun right now Yeah.